they accidentally show him trying to throw a javelin. The javelin? The yeah, I knew you were just he might as well tie a snorkel to it. It's With fucking it. insane. He cut his ear off for sure in a bad take. I love how they showed as little as they could. Yeah. They were Zapruder filming that up. And the one frame you could see of the javelin leaving his hand, it's already horizontal to yes, the perpendicular. Yeah, exactly. It's going to spin. <laughs> and his head is going back into the left because he somehow hit himself. It's insane. Yeah. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because it turns out that having my fingers crossed isn't legally binding. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Fucking. I'd like to say. <sighs> to start. Yeah. Yeah, Eli isn't here today. He dropped this bomb and ran away. But luckily, sitting 2,600 miles to my west is guest masochist power couple Thomas and Lydia Smith from the Where There's Woke podcast. Thomas, Lydia, thanks for joining us. Oh, man. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Also, <laughs> I was so excited to have my wife join me on something that is my favorite thing, which is God yeah. movies. I mean, this is truly like, oh, my God, going to go on with the guys. My favorite show Gonna guess, and my wife gets to come, and then you send us this. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I don't know how to interpret this, Noah. I, yeah, I right? I, no, I get it. I feel the same way, man. I feel the same way. I got, came back from a fucking heart attack, and Eli's like, "Look what I got you." Oh, I was gonna say maybe we should do this off air, Noah. But I think um, you should talk to either a lawyer or somebody. He's trying to kill you. Like I think is, so. Did he, did he yes. recently Very take clear. out a policy yeah. on you? Yes. Before? Yes. Yeah. Key man okay. insurance policy. Yes, okay. he did. So tell us, Thomas, what is Eli trying to kill me with? Oh, boy. We watched Lady Ballers, a movie about protecting the sanctity of sports made by people who have never seen a sport. Not <laughs> Do you remember in Zoolander when he goes into the coal miner's bar and he yes. says, who's, who's winning, winning the, the match? match? And that's like a hilarious joke because they're, you know, funny. That's a unironically a line in this movie. Yep. They're, called, they're like, the basketball match is happening. And you're like, you're doing <laughs> yep. a movie about sa the sanctity of sport. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so bad. I love the ball of baskets. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Lydia, how bad was this movie? Oh, my God. Um... Well, <laughs> I don't even know how to how to rate this, honestly. Like it was so unfunny, terribly written, terribly directed. It just I, I'm I'm overwhelmed. I don't even know. It's it was horrific and uh wanted to die. I literally messaged you guys, hi, I'm going to die now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't no. want to be here anymore if this is what we could actually have in this world is something like this. It's horrible. It's it's N slash A is my rate. It's not even on the dimension <laughs> yeah. that has bad. It's yeah. not there. Right. It's zero of something. It's not stars. It's zero somethings, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I went ahead and I did it in the Eli format just if people would find that more comforting, you know, in this time. So I, I did a, well, if you like comedies that don't have a single joke, but you also love sports movies that don't have a single sport, you will love this movie. There is not one single second of anything for a given sport they depict. 
There's not a yeah. single second of action in it that could legally be that sport. No, nope. like, <laughs> at all. Like, Actually, they literally, that's true. Yeah. yeah, literally true. There couldn't like if a referee were watching, it was like, are you doing a thing that is basketball? No, zero things that are basketball. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. This sports comedy is neither sports nor comedy. Discuss. Yeah. 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 We'll <laughs> no, and we should mention right up front too that this movie was intended to be a documentary. According to Ben Shapiro. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. <laughs> so the Daily Wire guys, they wanted to get a bunch of men to sign up for women's sports and call themselves trans and then do a documentary about how easy it would be for the fake trans women. To do. Oh. But, but obviously, like, so look, they, you can't fucking do that. Every sports league was Duh. like, either yeah. we just don't allow trans women to compete at all, or you have to prove you're on HRT and have been for a certain yeah. amount of time and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so they that finally, they were like, well, shit. I guess we'll make a comedy about a world where that would be possible. Also, <laughs> did you guys know that um, apparently Jeremy Boring had a thing to do on July 9th? And then like in March, he was like, oh, I want to make a feature film, a full length feature <laughs> film before, before July? July 9th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It shows. Rough. Yeah, doesn't it, though? <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I didn't know that about the uh, the documentary. Usually the way we, the way we do it is on our power couple. That that was the nicest compliment I've ever heard from I Noah. Know. Maybe he's trying to have us killed, too. I don't know. Something <laughs> weird's going on. But uh, no, uh, Lydia usually does those background facts. I hadn't come across that, but it was it's perfect because my whole thing was going to be like, the, the premise of this movie is, yeah, you know how they just let you do, you could just say you identify as a woman, you could do any sport, and then someone goes, no. Actually, no, they have pretty nope. strict That's, rules yep, about yep, that. Yep. And then the next sentence is, well, okay, but pretend not, they yeah. don't. <laughs> and if <laughs> they didn't, then you could imagine that this would happen. Yeah. Yeah, the, the reality of this movie is just, nope. And then walk away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> End of movie. But you guys, this came up in Congress. Did you know oh that? Oh my God. Yeah, so... <laughs> Representative Eric Burleson from Missouri, there was the Title IX hearing this week, you know, that was happening in Congress. <laughs> mm -hmm. He brings this up as part of his time because Riley Gaines, who is featured in this movie, yep. she's the um, swimmer who tied with Leah Thomas for fifth place. And so now, you know, yeah. the world's out to get her because she didn't get fifth place by herself. Her testimony to Congress when Burleson brought this up was, it didn't feel like satire. It felt like a documentary. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, Jesus Yeah. Christ. And turns out Jeremy Boring <laughs> sent a screener to everyone on the committee before the hearing. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. We should have some of them on the show then. I wish I'd known. I know. I know. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst comedy. Um, worst, worst comedy. <sighs> they made this movie in 2023, but everything is apparently from before the invention <laughs> so of good. the part of jokes called <laughs> the joke part. Yes. <laughs> it, it, was, it was like watching the, like proto comedy in a museum exhibit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like here's the Paleozoic improv truth. This they is just, before they discovered the punchline. Yeah, but they just they... say the prompts you give them back to you. It's like, oh, I heard hunter gatherer and fire pit. Lou, 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 hunting. It is gathering. really like when when you see an NBA game from the 1920s and you're like, yeah, wow, they, right. boy, that's just like a guy. That's like a me. Like I would have been the star. It's like that. It's like, boy, they used to just in in the future they'll look back on this and be like, wow, they used to just let anybody make. Comedies, okay, yeah, weird. Yeah, we have rules about that. Now. 
<laughs> I would say best worst casting and cameos. Oh, yeah, the the casting is terrible. It's so bad, and they like couldn't find anybody else, so they had to use everyone from Daily Wire to be in this. But then they have just cameos from random ass people. Ted Cruz has a cameo in here. There's a video of him like in a break during filming, like trying to play basketball like, with these other people. It's so pathetic and amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. So uh, that's what I would nominate this for. It's just, it's ridiculous. There were so many cameos where it's like, it's obvious we're getting a cameo, but I have no idea who the fuck that yes. is. Right? Yes. Oh, it's yeah. the best. And a few of those people like look at the camera and wink and they're like, right. I'm famous. This <laughs> is a it? cameo. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know are. who you You're are. Nobody. Yeah. I've just said my line and it's my, that's my famous line that everyone likes. It's like, is it? I don't even know which one of the lines you said is <laughs> that. I love the idea of having a Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, objectively one of the least liked human beings yep. in all of humans. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Throw in a Ted Cruz cameo. Like, if you're going to have yes. a cameo be, he gets hit in the nuts with a basketball, <laughs> gold, 100%. Sure. If your cameo's, hey, uh, pardon me with those nachos or whatever, it was nothing. Like, <laughs> what, what is that doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is that doing? I oh. think I'm in seat eight, and that's like the end of yes, the cameo. It's yeah, so boring yeah. and stupid. Was, so dumb. That's the most interesting thing Ted Cruz is allowed to say, I think, yeah. So I was going to go with, this is kind of meta, but I'm going to go with best worst video player. Right? Thank so, you. <laughs> we had to watch this on the Daily Wire's website. Yeah. And every time you paused it, which I, I do, like when I watch one of these movies, I pause them a hundred times to like write little notes or check things in the background and shit like You'll that. kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Wonder what I'm even fucking doing get, here. Yeah. Get the car started in the garage. No, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, but every time I paused this, when I unpaused it, it took like two, every time you'd hit it, it would start and, uh, and stop again and then start and stop again and you couldn't get it to fucking just start and there's no like back 10 seconds or forward 30 seconds there's no play it <laughs> a little bit faster there's no, everything about this was so amateurish it was like the the 20s basketball version of youtube yeah, there you go right? yeah man i think i think what they have is anti bad review software like they knew that we would <laughs> Be watching yeah. this and pausing it, and they were like, oh, "We're gonna make it fucking hard to pause and note this movie." <laughs> they had the people who did uh, Ron DeSantis's like entry speech, you know, getting into the race speech on yeah. Twitter. Remember that? How it like did not work oh, at all. Yeah, they must have the same right wing idiots who do all their technology, you know, and it's just yeah. like does not work. It worked, I guess, because they have a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they're <laughs> anti-review technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they have another technology called incels, hon. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Incels really inside, yeah. <laughs> I was able to speed it up a little bit with with a, a plug-in. And my favorite part is Ben Shapiro talks once and he already sounds like he's sped up so <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, so him yeah, talking right. in that speed was insane like, and funny. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, pull it up. Yeah. Okay, cool. I would like to nominate. Now, this might be bold of me, and I, I feel free to, to, you know, fact check me, folks, but I'm going to say best worst hate crime. So, you guys have done a lot of offensive movies over the years. I listened to fucking all of them. But have you ever done a movie where the entire movie itself is a hate crime? I'm not sure. Maybe. 
What do you think? I don't think we have. We've done a oh, well. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> what was right to believe? Maybe Matt Walsh's "What Is yeah. a Woman" is a hate sure, crime. Yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Fair. Yeah. yeah, he's in this movie. He is in this movie. Yeah. So tied for best worst hate crime. <laughs> I think this I, this still might be the best worst of them though. Yeah, yeah of yeah. the three or four just pure hate crime movies that we've done. Yeah. All right, well, I'll tell you what. I have a weak heart, and this movie's going to test it. So I'm going to pause to mush beta blockers like they were M&Ms, but we'll be back in a flash with all the juvenile bigotry that is Lady Ballers. Noah's crushing up rails of beta blockers. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> 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 <sighs> no use. I'm trying too hard. i got to relax. i got to be natural. Hey, Noah. Hey, Heath. Hey, let me ask you something. Does my face look godless? Uh, in this picture? Um, yes, I, I guess. So what you doing there? Well, my mom still doesn't believe I'm an atheist, so I'm sending her pictures to help prove it. Also, I'm looking for a holiday gift for her, and I haven't found anything good yet. Sounds like aura frames might have the perfect thing for you. What are aura frames? It's the perfect gift to make your mom super happy this year. A digital picture frame loaded up with heartwarming photos or... The, the ones you're doing now. Either way, Aura Frames was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and Wired. Huh. Well, have you ever given one as a gift before? Indeed, I have. Before they were even a sponsor, I got one for my grandma on her birthday, and she loves it. She's tricky to shop for, but I nailed it with the Aura Frame. And the best part? It's the gift that keeps on giving. It has unlimited storage, so you and the rest of the family can upload as many pics to the frame as you want year-round. All you need is the free Aura app. All right, I'm sold. Where do I get one? Give the perfect gift this holiday season by visiting AuraFrames.com today and get $30 off their best-selling frames with the code AWFUL. These frames sell out quickly, though, so get yours before they're gone. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com with the promo code AWFUL. Terms and conditions apply. Nice. Well, there's mom's gift taken care of. Nice. Uh, hey, Heath. Yeah? Yeah, what's up? You you know I'm an atheist, right? Um, uh huh. Yep. Sure do. Def definitely. You you said that really weird and hesitant. Okay, look. I heard you whisper a prayer during the overtime at the Jags game. Your so, foot football does not count. Okay. Pascal's wager. All right, guys. Thanks for coming in. I've got some really exciting news. Oh oh! Did you find the clitoris? Don't be ridiculous, Todd. No. Oh. I just got approval from the very top. We are going to write the most triggering movie of the year. So we're going to write Barbie? Yeah, that's that's already written, right? That would make it easier. No, guys, not, not Barbie. Oh, the Marvels. The Eras Tour in theaters. No, for, for them, triggering for them. We don't get triggered on our side, okay? We get righteously outraged about doll movies. It's a totally different thing. Those are different. We're going to write a movie that triggers the libs. Ah. So, wait. We're going to write a movie with no purpose except trying to provoke an angry reaction out of people we disagree with? Exactly, yeah. Are we going to do that by presenting solid arguments in favor of our side that will frustrate their ability to retort? No, I was was just thinking slurs. Oh, good. Yeah, just wall-to-wall slurs. Oh, because I I don't actually know any solid arguments in favor of our side, so that's that's a reason. <laughs> our side doesn't even have a coherent position except blind hatred for others. Exactly. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, so does this mean I can type the N-word? Uh, let's stick to slandering minorities that don't scare me. Okay, man? Good call. Yeah, got it. <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown. And we're going to start off at a high school basketball game. Yeah, high school for 35-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, well, right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they digitally de-aged these guys, but they could only afford three years or something like that. So. God, the lack of knowledge of anything sports is so yeah, crazy I, for these Literally, people. my first note was, I would like thoughts on basketball playing from yeah. you guys because it looked wrong to me. Okay. And I don't play basketball. It, it sure was. Yeah. Before they even play a moment of the sport of basketball, we see a sign at this event that says, Tennessee State Championship High School Basketball Game. Like a big sign <laughs> to identify it as a game of the baskets balling of high school here in Tennessee. So stupid. It's also in a tiny gym. Yep. Like, I don't Okay, maybe this is a California thing. But when you get to the state championship here, you're playing in like an NBA fucking arena. Like, it, yeah. they, sure. they care about their high school sports, yeah. you know, here. I'm, I, I, and I, I feel like they do Tennessee. other places. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You're not playing in a fucking elementary school gym for the state championship. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so this is the state championship from 2008 for Tennessee. And the Tigers aren't doing so well at the half, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the coach throws a chair. You're out mm -hmm. of the game. Sorry. You're out. Okay. Yep. Now you're not in the yep. game anymore, coach. Cool. You can't just casually throw a chair. They go in and this is this, already, already. I, it was incredible. First off, every single player on their team is wearing a headband. I don't, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist. You don't do that. <laughs> I have several notes here. They just say no. I don't know what those are about, but just no. Um, just, in general, yeah, yeah. just assume, sort of like how, you know how we have a standing filibuster in the Senate now? Like it yeah. used to be you had to stand up there and do the Mr. Smith goes watch. Now we just, it's a standing filibuster. Assume that with me and the sports on this. Like if I, if I don't say anything, it's no, it's not. Yes. They didn't do sports. I second. There were no sports. I second the yeah. permanent <laughs> filibuster. A, a blanket objection to the entire movie. Yeah. 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 And this coach who I don't know what character he's trying to do. I didn't understand what any of the, his acting choices was. I was super confused about that. But we go into halftime at the state championship game, supposedly. They're down at the half, we're to believe. They, they come in, you know, slightly angrily. So we were to believe they're down at the half. He does not a single second of coaching. Yeah. Nope. He goes in there and the, and the halftime thing, they try to do a joke where he's like going to give an inspiring speech, but he doesn't say anything. There's not a word said about the game basketball. Nope. There's not anything. Not We don't know the score. We don't know anything. And I was just thinking, you know, and, and this ended up being quite prophetic. I was like, $5,000 to the director of this movie right now. What does the coach of a team do? Like, what is the... <laughs> right. And I'm, and I'm realizing... Do they think that the coach just cheers for the team? Yes. Like, I actually think that's what they think. He just, uh, he's like, ich bin ein Berliner. And they're like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Is this a Kennedy speech? It's so Yeah, because we go in there and he's like, ah, we're going to lose. Damn it. <laughs> he's like, we would have been state champions. And one of the players says, coach, aren't you already a state champ? No one, no high school kid would be like, well, it's fine because you already won before right. years that I was here. 
Well, so we should point out that this character, the coach, is Jeremy Boring. Yeah. He's the writer and director of the film. He's never acted before in that show. Yeah. And the producer and every Yeah, right, right. This is his movie. Owns the Daily Wire. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Co- <laughs> co-founder or whatever yeah. of the Daily yeah. Wire. He's never acted in a movie and he just went like, well, I could be the star. And everybody's like, I guess you could be the star, man. <laughs> You wrote that on the top, so, okay. I didn't know all that because that would require getting information into my brain yeah. more about this worst movie right. I've ever no, that's this, fair. Was a, that's fair. this was hard. This was oh, a yeah. struggle. My third note of this is, this is so bad. Oh my God. I want to die was my third note of the movie. My first note is, I feel so dirty now. Yeah. It yeah. Was, <laughs> and, and it's not just because it's bigoted and all that shit that we're going to get to as we go. It's also just fucking terrible. We're four and a half minutes into this movie and it has already recycled two jokes, right? It's uh, they, it's like they know the cadence of humor, but not the content of you, like an early AI trying to do yeah, humor. Yeah, totally. yeah, totally. Uh, it's, it's my favorite, one of my favorite Parks and Rec quote, which is uh, when the guy's like, but it had the cadence of a joke. Like that's the whole, <laughs> yeah. yep. that might as well be the whole movie. Like, yeah. like so, at some point, somebody ran into this writer's room and was like, I learned about, it's called a callback. I learned that yeah. there's this thing. Oh, you just wow. tell what the you same joke twice. You say it again. I think <laughs> you just say it again. And that's, you, you win a comedy or something. Yeah. And they're like, that is such a relief because we hadn't figured out literally how to write a single joke. So at least we have that. We, now we have right. that one. That's one. Anybody else? We That's one kind of joke. Okay. All right. We had a one hour movie. It's two hours now. I think we're <laughs> 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 What's that classic comedy messing with the equipment guy, right? Hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah, bullying, so clever and Felix original. The yeah. Guy. yeah. And then I also had a question. Is this supposed to be a, the full basketball team? Because there's like, <laughs> Notes like on that. Yeah. yeah, there's like maybe five people total in the locker yep. room. We might, yeah. we might as well broach that now. When they put together their dream team later, they, they're like, they have four guys. They're like, all right, we need one more guy. <laughs> one more guy, and we've got ourselves a basketball team. What? Because there are five what? guys on a basketball what team. What if one of you gets tired? Yeah. Do you just <laughs> quit the game? Like, are you... Time out, guys, again. That doesn't make sense. We're all elite athletes from fucking high school, and now we're 40. <laughs> we're Genuinely, I, there may be people listening who are like, oh, surely you guys are exaggerating for humor how little they know about sports. No, no. They don't fucking know anything about sports. No. You made a whole movie. Oh my God. Look, I made the, the kind of the joke about Lydia. A lot of women not into sports at all. If you took your average housewife who's never watched a game of anything and doesn't care about sports, she would do a better fucking job making a sports movie than these idiot assholes who think they're better than women at sports. Yeah. That's the ultimate yeah. irony. Well, right, because she because that average woman would ask somebody, hey, how many she people would watch do you mean? Right. Yes. No, yeah. She would spend one second watching something. Yep. God, the, oh, the low expectations on, it's such a meta thing on this, yeah. meta commentary on this movie itself. Totally. Like they come in here and they think they could just do women's sports better than women. They do the same thing with the movie. They're like, we could make a movie about sports. Do we need to know anything about sports? No, because our side is like, ah, oh, we care about manly men's sports and that's it. We don't actually yep. have to know anything about it. That's the whole God. bit. So we get the locker room scene and then we get the the title, the Lady Ballers title. We montage our way through the second half, right? He gives the rousing speech and they and then they all like, they're all riled up. Yeah. And every single highlight of their montage is a layup. Because they're all white yes, guys. It's none of them the get, yes, it's the best. <laughs> yes. They actually go for an alley-oop at one point. The guy jumps up, catches it. 
lands and then <laughs> yes, does a fundamentally yes. sound layup to finish off the play. It's the best. Well, and the defense looks like, you know, when they, you, you know, when like Putin goes out there and plays hockey and shit, everybody has to <laughs> jump, jump out of the way like the fucking Red Queen or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's that with an Instagram filter over it the entire time, though, for whatever reason. They like had to throw that on there. Yeah. And there's one uh, highlight. Just again, we, I know people come to your show for the sports analysis. So yeah, so there's obviously. one highlight where the guy gives up a completely open layup to throw it out to another guy to shoot a further away harder. <laughs> But not a three-pointer. Yeah. No, yeah, three, yeah. Like a distant exactly. two. <laughs> like so stupid. Well, there's there's even a shot of one guy hanging off the rim, but we don't see how he got there. Yeah, right? exactly. So they, like, they yeah. clearly ran a step stool out of the... Quick, I can't hold on much longer, guys. My arms are getting tired. <laughs> and what I love is they, they did all this, and then they thought later on, they're like, well, that... God, that looked kind of shitty because none of us can dunk. And so for the whole rest of the movie, they use seven and a half foot rims. Yep. Yes. And so they're able to dunk it. But when they land, their head is like three inches below <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> rim. Uh, and so we're to believe they won. He gave a speech. He didn't say a single thing about like, hey, we need to double this guy here because yeah, he's no, killing nothing us. Like but that. if we double him, watch for the back door pass because then that's going to leave nothing. Not a single detail about sports. They're just like, go try to win, man. Yep. And then they won. And they won. Double him? Like a callback in comedy? I don't understand. <laughs> if you guys felt like a lot of the scenes were kind of empty in terms of extras, <laughs> I saw that uh, extras like literally left when they found out what was being filmed. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the casting noticed it was like super secret. They signed NDAs and then people were violating the NDAs. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> when they left and started protesting outside the filming locations. <laughs> oh, amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. So, and, so they win the game and this is the first of the attractive women that this director has written and produced and everything, a movie to make them like want to make out with him. Yep. Right. So like the coach goes to the, to the sidelines and there's a beautiful woman there that's just like, can't keep her hands off of him the whole time. Ugh. Yeah. Cause that's what a woman would do right after the buzzer of a state championship game. She would go like, I'm going to go cling on in to- a high school. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> none of this, none of this. That 45 year old coach with a dad bod. Oh, needs some yeah. sexual yeah. attention from me. <laughs> So weird. Seriously, this movie had like a $7 million budget. Six was on yeah. the, the three women that had to pretend that they were attracted <laughs> to this guy. Yes. Like, please. <laughs> we're begging you. Yeah. So then we cut 15 years later to the present, and he's trying to give a speech to a much less enthusiastic team because kids today don't want to play no more or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's why there's they got rid of sports. There's no more. Yep. The NBA's not going. Right, yeah. No more yeah. NFL. That's that's No, sad, obviously you know. not. Yeah, but it's this it's such a get off my lawn fucking scene, right? Because he's like standing yeah. there trying to talk to this team and they're all like on their phones and not paying attention. With the sound on. Oh, it's so yes, all of no, them. no. It's <laughs> even worse than that. They do God, as somebody who appreciates comedy in any way. If you're anybody who has laughed at a joke ever in your life, you watch this and you're like insulted at the lack of any craftsmanship. It's so cheap and shitty because the whole punchline is, here we go, he's making an inspired speech, but when we pan to the people he's talking to, they're not interested. So here's how we signify that. Here's how we show people that. Right when the camera shows all those kids, they're all on cell phones, by the way, some of which are from 2003. I don't yes, understand yeah. it. Throughout yeah. this entire movie, <laughs> 
half the cell phones at all times are flip phones from 2003 and they're playing Snake on them I, I, or something. <laughs> yes. The modern cell phones walked out as extras and started protesting. <laughs> Yeah, more versions of iPhone kept walking out. iPhone 7, no, we can't get iPhone 7. iPhone 4, uh, how about iPhone 1, and that's it. That's all, and flip phones around. But what they do is when they pan to the kids, a hundred million cell phone sounds go off at once. Oh, yeah. Like, we. that's, how is that possible? How did that happen? If you know anything about kids, they don't have the sound on their goddamn fucking phones at all times. And they do it again. They do it again yes, five seconds later. The entire time. When they're like, okay, now have I gotten you interested? Oh, let's pan over. And apparently that's when they turn on the microphone around all the 50 million <laughs> phone sounds that are on. And they do it again. They all pick up the phone at the same time. Hello, why are you calling me? Who calls? This is weird. All <laughs> at the same time. Well, and that's the thing. Like the, what really insulted me comedically in this movie, other than obviously it all being based on bigotry, was the total lack of escalation. Yeah. Right? They, they were like, oh, you know, it's funny when the sounds go off. Let's just do that eight more fucking times during this scene. <laughs> yeah. And that that then we'll have nine jokes in it. Noah, should we build? Should we build the No, no, the no, sound the same, no, no. Exactly the maximum. same fucking thing. <laughs> Jesus. We can't build anymore. We've already put in the maximum sounds possible in my DAW here. There's no, I can't fit anymore <laughs> in Pro Tools. I've used every track. <laughs> Just like, fuck, fuck you, man. Well, and then, of course, as the kids are leaving, he says, and whoever stole my catalytic converter, stop doing that. And then a black kid that he was very clearly talking to was like, you can't talk to me like that. And they're like, kids these days, you can't even accuse black kids of thievery anymore. I guess I guess is the point that they're making here, right? And then as the kid walks off, a saw drops so out. So Yeah, again, yeah. you're... You yeah. dropped your blah, blah, blah. Fucking like, okay, kids and their not funny. cordless saws is something that, that grinds my gears. During, oh, weird. during a practice that they yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. And now, <laughs> since his car is missing the catalytic converter... What do you think that does, comedy-wise? I, I don't know, but I bet it's probably lets out a Cheech and Chong amount of smoke out of the back of the car, probably. Yeah, is that, yeah, it's probably yeah, something it's, like that. You know how cars are in a constant ball of fire if you don't have a catalytic <laughs> converter? <laughs> I know. My note was... That's visually funny. Losing your catalytic converter does not make your entire car turn into one of those burn pits from the Iraq War. Like, yeah, that's right. Not, yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's what they do because it's so funny. Well, yeah, yeah, no, this bit is going to, trust me, this bit's going to kill for the next 11 minutes. It will carry the movie for the next 11 minutes. <laughs> so he's late now. He's got to pick his daughter up from, from soccer practice. He pulls up in his smoky car to pick her up. And you can tell that her soccer coach is a bad guy because she's wearing a mask, right? <sighs> or yeah. fucking yeah. not wanting to spread disease like some kind of pansy. Again, 2023, this is... <laughs> <laughs> We're still doing jokes about masks. Still doing masks. Yep. Still. Yeah, clearly. Likely anyone who's wearing masks still probably might be immunocompromised. So it's like, God, these people who want to not die. Am I right? Right. Like, come yeah. on. Fucking, fucking yeah. cancer patients. <laughs> Seriously, this entire movie, it's just idiots doing like a lightning round of what grinds my gears. And they work yep. it yep. in and they were like, what's well, bad? Masks, clean air, catalytic converters, women without makeup. Check, check, check. All right. We're crushing it. We're crushing it. Yeah. yeah. They're doing it as fast as they can. Now, we should also, I should also note that on the way over to pick up his daughter, he gets fired from his job coaching basketball at the rec center for being racist. And talking about the Bible, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And pushing his religion on kids. 
And so they drive off. The daughter, so this is, I guess, like the inciting incident, right? Because the daughter's going to tell him about all the stuff she learned in her woke school. <laughs> yeah. She goes to one of those U.S. public schools that teaches how uh, communism is awesome. And that's- Yes, yeah. right. <laughs> <The> Cold War lesson. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, we learned about the Cold War and Mrs. So-and-so told us that the communists were the good guys. And then another girl showed me her penis. I'm not, made, I'm not making that up. No, that's, that's like the no, line. That's literally, literally the line. In yeah. the fucking school. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, she's this little girl. They made her say this stuff. I know. And she has to deliver this line to her dad actor being like, <laughs> so I'm in the bathroom at school. I'm taking a shit in the litter box because, you know, cat people. <laughs> and then Mary Margaret shows me her dick out of nowhere. And right now, the, whoever was handling the budget for the film is like, we should set aside about a million for when she ages into suing us. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Her, her parents <laughs> are not going to let trust. her sue us now. <laughs> but can we put some in an account, you know, and just like uh, an interest-bearing account just saving yeah. for when she inevitably is like, holy fucking shit, look what you made me do. I'm a child. I was a child then, <sighs> you know, 15 years from now or whatever it would be. Jesus Christ, so fucking sad. So yeah, so, so now he's got to, I guess, drop her off at her mom and her stepdad's place. And stepdad is one of them <laughs> evil hippies that, that meditates. Oh, so good. Look, this is, it's such a revelation into these people's minds every single time. This is the line. This is, this is what we're setting up. This is our man who's supposed to be our protagonist, this coach. He's a man's man, even mm -hmm. though he's fucking not at all in reality. But like, let's pretend. He knows anything about sports and could do anything like that. Or he could chop a wood. <laughs> we, yeah. The way we're setting it up, he's going to his ex, who obviously every religious movie, they have to win back their ex because that's, you yeah. know, like you have to fix every marriage. You can't ever. Do. So it's always about winning back your ex every time. Right. And so she's dating, uh, like you say, oh, a hippie, whatever. And he is supposed to be a heel, obviously. To this audience, he's a heel. He's a like, look, can you believe this fucking guy? Here's her description of the guy who we're supposed to think is like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Chris is a good man who cares about other people and the world around him. <laughs> yeah. That's their idea. Right. And like, we're supposed to immediately go, oh, that asshole. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, oh, we know, we people. all know this asshole. <laughs> I have orgasms now. Boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make them write that. They wrote nope. that in their movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I'm supposed to believe the better thing is to be a bad man who doesn't care about people in the world around it. And yes, that's actually their philosophy. That's why you can't wear a mask because that would require you caring about anyone other than yourself. There and you that go. is gay. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> the movie keeps losing to itself so badly during this <laughs> totally moment. true. So like hippie new boyfriend comes up and he's like, hey, bud, you're... Your life's real sad now. It's a divorced piece of shit Republican and you live in a stupid <laughs> condo. You can move in with us. I give her orgasms. And it's so good. And he's, he's just such a sad sack protagonist. Keeps happening. It's the best. Yeah, and it never gets better for him. Yeah, that's, that's uh, accidentally. And of course, the hippie dad is played by none other than... Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. Matty Walsh. I'm yeah. going to say something. I hate that I'm about to say this, but it's a true fact. Matt Walsh. <laughs> The best actor in the film. Yes. Yeah, 100%. you're right. Yes. No, yeah. he's the closest to someone who looks like he is just in a movie. Yep. Everybody else is like, what is your day job? Him and the little girl are the only actors. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a good point. Fair. Yeah, little, yeah girl the little girl's is, good. Uh, no, you're, thank you. Heath, oh, that's a relief on my mind. You're right. I, I, <laughs> I, I was so better. mad that I had to type that sentence. I didn't count the little girl because I, I think, it, you know, when I see crimes against children, I think I try to like... <laughs> Block it out no, of my yeah, mind, right, you know? right, I, I get So it. I forgot about that. The girl, the little girl is amazing. She's actually really good. Yeah. 
So Matt Walsh, second best. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I did feel though, like like in the movie, it felt like I was at a Halloween party though, and everyone was just like in a costume and being their costume because yep. like none of it's real writing, none of it's real direction, none of it's real acting. It's just like Yeah, it's surreal. I don't know, wearing a costume and walking around. Yeah, it's very weird. So yeah, so we meet this character and him and the, the ex-wife have an argument about what a hippie he is. And then he has to go get a job. And this is the, they do this in the stupidest possible fucking way. Oh my God. So he walks into this store and he's like, I used to work here 15 years ago. And they said they'd hire me back. And he's like, is this still a CD store? And it's like, <laughs> do you not have. Did you vision? teleport what, into. What, yeah. Yeah. What, like, how, how does this even work in your stupid movies mind? But no, he accidentally has gone in accidentally to get a job at a bar where all the servers are men in drag. Yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that a real, is this something? Is this a, I'm like, look, it's a big world. I'm sure they have this in some gay district somewhere. That's like a drag thing. But is, is, do they, is this real where you have like a diner that's just straight men being forced to dress up as women? In the daily wire nightmares. Yes. These are everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I want to make sure I wasn't missing like a real reference to something, but no. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think so. No, this is a writer who is like, own a job left in the country or in the drag sector. And they make you do, you have to. You have to be Thanks trans. Thanks Biden. Yes. Thanks Biden. <laughs> you guys, I have to tell you about the Easter egg that's in here that I... <laughs> Wish I didn't know about, but because I did research, I know about. And <laughs> I noticed it behind the woman's, behind her desk, as, you know, they're talking about if it's a CD store, which it obviously isn't anymore. There's she, her in the background. Do you guys oh, see that? Oh, the chocolate bar? Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah, the chocolate bar. So that was Jeremy Boring made his own chocolate when he got mad at Hershey's for being inclusive. And he made like chocolate that either said she, her, or he, him, I guess. And so they like had what? to plop that in there. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like, well, we'll see more of Jeremy's stuff throughout the movie. Yeah, the, the <laughs> idea behind that, by the way, was so that you could give that out for Halloween to, to troll the lib children. Yeah, yeah. As a troll for trick-or-treaters. Their grievances have gotten so abstract that you can't even understand it. Yeah. Like, right. the stuff I'm supposed to be triggered by, like, I'm having a hard time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Give me a list or something. Yeah. Sorry, you just handed me free candy and then you said, got him. I don't understand the yeah. dynamic she, of what's happening her. I would receive that and be like, oh, okay. What, is that yeah. a new yep. kind of chocolate for some reason? Right. Yep. Couldn't you have done like a she, her, she's thing with like some yeah. sort of, but no? Okay. They're going to have to start doing that with the things that are supposedly supposed to trigger us to death. They're going to have to like, oh, it's going to require some explaining. So yeah, no, you gonna have a are going to be really upset. That, oh, OK, that's my character. I'm supposed to get. OK, and my character yeah. is I'm upset about pronouns in that way. OK, gotcha. I'll, I'll go with you. All the stuff that we're supposed to be triggered by is going to have to be like highlighted like a video game, right? Like I'll have to have a triangle yeah. over it or something. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so and so he gets his his job at the drag bar because that's the only job left apparently that the immigrants haven't stolen probably, <laughs> <laughs> and he runs into one of his old athletes from his glory days as a basketball coach, one of the state champs, who looks like he hasn't aged a day since then. So weird, <laughs> so fucking weird. So after work, we get him and the coach, whose name is Rob and Alex, the old athlete. They go out drinking after work to lament, you know 
how great America isn't again. And we're to believe the coach took that job, right? Because he's in yes. like drag, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, he's wearing earrings. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then, but then this is when like, you know, shit really starts to go down, right? Because at some point Alex mentions, he's like, you know, I'm actually still pretty fast. And earlier in the movie, Coach Rob heard about a $5,000 prize for a, for a race, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so what happened is Matt Walsh, are, you know, you remember the good man who cares about other people in the world around him? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> that guy, he is going to run like some sort of race thing. And he's like, <laughs> sorry, I just immediately went into, for, it's, it's Daily Wire. So it's probably a race, you know, like riot. It's probably racial, <laughs> but no, he's going to run some sort of actual running thing. And he asks the main character, he's like, hey, could you, do you think you could coach me? Because you're an amazing coach. And I'm just like, so do you think that coach, what do you think coaching is? Do you think a basketball coach can just be a running coach? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You could just, hey, could you use some of your basketball knowledge to make me run better? What yeah. What do they think sports are? But they don't co- know coach anything. Coach is a universally applicable title. That's why so many coaches move between the NBA and the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Constantly. They're always NHL. shifting. And Olympic yeah. track athletes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. At, that moment, right, right. at that moment, I was like, I genuinely think I was right. I think I called it. They think a coach is just a guy who like cheers you on. Like a personal yeah. trainer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I think that's what they think. No, you're right. I. The, the, what else could they possibly think? Right? Because this is... the. the very next scene he's like i could be your track coach why <laughs> why yeah. if you could run fast enough to make the five thousand dollars why wouldn't you just keep the five thousand dollars too <laughs> so but they go out back right and they're going to do this hilarious because they're still dressed in drag they're going to do this hilarious bit where he's going to run uh, up and down the alley and drag oh to God. see how fast he is he to see if he could so be fast enough for the for the contest you, you see how that's just naturally funny and they don't have to do anything? That's just, it's funny enough by itself to just Wait, carry. hold on, hold on. Trash bag hits him. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right. And he falls. Right. They, they, yeah, they do like 90 seconds of him slow motion running and dragging. They're like, see his fake boobs are swishing around. And then they they realize, oh, we don't have anywhere to go with this at all. So somebody throws a trash can at him and knocks him out. Yeah. There's also one second of like normal speed <laughs> when he's like having to turn, you know, at the end of the alley. Yeah. Yeah. He's so slow. He's so, yes. slow. He's so yes. slow. Oh, my God. <laughs> and our coach, by the way, our coach who just went to, to track his day, he went in, you know, saw his ex. Then he was like, need to get a job. Get blindly walk, teleported into a place that I didn't look at the outside of. <laughs> yes. Got a job there. Met his old guy. Now they're at the bar. They haven't even had time to take off their drag stuff. But in this scene where he's like, why don't you run, see how fast you are? He has a stopwatch around his neck. Well, because he's a coach. Because <laughs> he's, 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 he's a coach, a, Thomas. Have you ever seen a basketball a, coach? Yes, and, so and they always timing. have yeah. the stopwatch and a whistle. Listen, every single person who made this movie has a stopwatch around their neck right now. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Keith and I, I, look, I'm sure we both had twin aneurysms and we were going to are going to share a hospital bed together from this movie. Because then he proceeds to, as you say, run down the alley while the idiot main character times him. And I don't know. It, look, I know we don't have a lot of sports people, but we have a lot of like math and physics people. Yes. There's a variable that he's missing. <laughs> Can anybody identify the variable? If you're trying to solve the equation of how fast is this guy? 
Hmm, we just let's all, see. all we You've do got it's, time. It's, it's, it's like how you measure your card speed in per hours. Yeah. And, <laughs> we'll yeah. figure out the numerator after whatever it's time. <laughs> and he, he, he starts his stopwatch and he reacts like, wow, that guy's so fast. Yes. You don't, did you measure out right. from here to there and back? <laughs> and you would never measure something and have them stop and turn around and come back. That's not a race that happens. Are there any track and field races that are like shuttle run? No. No! <laughs> On the track? None! He's going to be a professional wind sprinter, yes. Yeah, there is no track and field event where they put a wall on the track and they're like, okay, Usain Bolt, run down to that wall and touch it yeah. and turn around and come back. That event isn't anything. Ghost man on first. You have to pick up the chalk eraser that's on the floor. And he's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but he's fast, so they're going to do the run. So we get him showing up the next day or some other day or whatever to do that $5,000 run. And Alex has forgotten to change out of his drag from work again, right? <laughs> this is going to be important. So yeah, so they go to register and they're like, all the men's events are full, but then they see Alex and they're like, oh, it's a trans woman. And he's like, <sighs> yes, it's a trans woman, right? And in their worldview... Once you see a trans woman, every, you know how all of us, if we see a trans woman, we give them like our house and our car and we yes. bend over oh, backwards yeah, and let, you know, so we worship them. Well, you could you just talk to a trans woman and you'll find that, yes, in public, they are often worshipped and, and fawned oh, over by everybody. Yes. 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 Friends are like, I'm tired of things being too good. Like, it's just. You know, like they, my, my trans friends miss when it was a challenge, you know, to, to live. Yeah, exactly. Now they're like, people hand me money. They just, just suitcases of money. They worship at the altar of me. No, that's not at all how it fucking works. Assholes. So dumb. So they, they get them right in. Yeah. Waving the entry fee. Yep. Yeah. They even wave the entry fee because we all love trans people so much. So they wander off. And Alex is like, but I don't want to run against women. And he's like, no, that's how it works these days. You know, and they give, I guess this is like the big argument he was wanting to make the documentary to give where he's like, do you know that <laughs> high school boys run faster than female Olympians? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, do you know that trans women in competitive sports are universally on HRT? I mean, you do, right? Because that's why you had to make this fiction. You yeah. do know that. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you weren't able to do a documentary. Yeah. 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 This is the central conceit of the film. It is true that the high school men's world record is faster than the world record for women for the 100-meter dash, for example. That is a true fact. Sure. Okay. This fucking schlubby... Now, I'm not body shaming just to body shame. I'm body shaming because the conceit of them in the movie is that they, just by virtue of being fucking shitty dudes, like, yeah. ha like just beer-guzzling dudes, are just better than every female athlete. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm hitting them on this. This sh schlubby nothing athlete... What I know for certain is that he cannot run anywhere near either of those things. Right. Like, yeah, yes. oh, nope. The high school men's record <laughs> is better than the women's world record. You know why? Well, that's because a high school man is probably 18 and is virtually, you know, like there's not right, that much difference. Right, that's pretty much peak speed. Yeah, shit. yeah. The, right. Right, that record isn't very far off of the world record. Sure. Like, it's just not. And so that that comparison is just a way of phrasing it that makes it seem that makes it sound like every high school dude can run faster <laughs> than Shikari Richardson. Yeah. And that's not fucking true. If this guy tried to run against Shikari Richardson, <laughs> he would be halfway done when she finishes. Like yes. easily. He would run an 18 second hundred meter. I guarantee it. Yeah. But that's the whole concept, the whole 
premise of their movie that right so they start the race and he wins hooray hooray and that night of course his victory is le- the like the lead story on the local news <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and our local news folks are uh, Michael Knowles is is one of them and uh, oh, Brett Cooper. I, this was at this point, this is where I had to turn to Lydia and say, hey, the way this is shot, these are supposed to be people. What is this? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, is this somebody? Yeah. One of them looks like it's just somebody's kid. Who is that, huh? That's Brett Cooper. So she is going to be the Daily Wire Snow White oh, because God. they're mad about the... <laughs> Disney live she's, action she's Snow so White. Bad. I can't uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, don't they, now, make me watch that, please. <laughs> right. They they had to like use actors in this movie that knew they were never going to be in another movie again. Right. Like so, it had to be people they were employing. Yeah. Yeah. But the way they intro that, by the way, is they have our our main character. We're going to meet one of our main characters is the journalist, and she sees him win the race, and she turns and does the. Mo- I swear to God, this is high school theater level. She turns to the camera and goes. Call the station. We've got a story. <laughs> yes. Why, I want whoever she's talking to to be like, why j- Why don't you call it? Why would you say it like that? Just call it. Wouldn't you be like, you have oh, hey, there's a story. <laughs> hey, next time we talk to the station. I there's have a, a pitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do it like it's a, like a melodrama. The, I, I expected a dump, dump, dump. Like they might as well have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's given the story of Alex winning and the anchor, one of the anchors is like, well, Right, but she's not a real woman, is she? And then immediately gets canceled. Yeah. Because that's how it works. <laughs> okay, but correct. He's a liar is what he is. And then yeah, end right. of yeah. movie. Yeah. Yep. The yep. end. It's so dumb. Allegedly, he won every event at this Yeah, thing. I was going to say, he had to do all the track and field events. This is where <laughs> Lydia saw me laugh to death and, and shit myself. When he threw the javelin? Oh, There's a lot of things. Shot put? Uh, Heath, fellow sportsman. <laughs> and, and Noah, fellow sportsman. Do they do shot put by having you line up all like 10 people in a row and you all, okay, one after the other, you all shot put in a football field. Is that how they do it? One second apart. Each one, everybody has to keep the same pace. Keep the same pace, damn it. What if we line up across from each other and then we can return them to it's faster? (laughs) You don't do it in tandem. You don't, you don't. Also, I watched this guy play basketball already. He does not do well in shot put or any sport ever. They accidentally <laughs> show him trying to throw a javelin. The javelin? The yeah, actor. I knew you were that. He might as well tie a snorkel to it. It's With fucking it. insane. He cut his ear off for sure in a bad take. I love how they showed as little. I knew Heath would be right in the same bit. They showed as little as they could. Yeah. And it still went very badly. They were Zapruder filming that up. And the one frame you could see of the javelin leaving his hand, it's already horizontal to the yes, perpendicular. Yeah, exactly. It's going to spin. <laughs> and his head is going back into the left because he somehow hit himself. It's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, but he wins everything. He wins the $5,000. We get him and Coach at the bar that night divvying up the money. And this is where journalist lady shows up. So her name is Gwen Wild. She's the journalist that was like, oh, I've got a story earlier. Yeah. Right? And she's going to tell him how it really is. She wants in on the con. She knows Alex is no woman. You're not a real woman unless you menstruate, which means <laughs> I'm married to a guy. Apparently, I don't I don't even fucking know where that was going. But she knows that it's all a con and she wants in on it. And she can use her powers as a reporter to make him famous. 
But the way they do it is like she's presenting them with a plan and the coach doesn't catch on for a while. Yes. Yeah. But the plan is have the dude compete as a woman, something they literally just did five <laughs> minutes That's ago. That's the plan. They have the coach say, and again, I guess it's him because he wrote, directed, fucking starred and did all the thing, paid the lawsuits of, <laughs> paid people off, did all the things of the movie. They have him say, you want us to compete as women? You just did that. You're yes. still in the outfit right. of He's doing not even, that. Yeah. <laughs> what? So stupid. Well, and then even dumber, she's like, and I'll get the exclusive story on this. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. They only let one person report on the news. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you file dibs, a patent. Dibs, I, the, yeah. <laughs> so. I own this news. And then she comes on to him. Well, right. Yeah. Again, because he wrote and directed and produced and paid the lawsuits of this movie. She's like, also, I desperately want to fuck you, coach. And he's like, well, of course. Yeah. Every woman wants a winner. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Divorced dad and a shit No, no. He's such a loser. He just had to have somebody enter into a women's event to win money. That's if you talk about loser, that's the ultimate loser. You couldn't be more of a loser. Yep. Then I need to cheat at some local sporting event to win. To win five grand. Yeah. One of those winners who lost his job and immediately went to the CD store he worked at 25 <laughs> years ago, which is the extent of his business network to get a new job. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of winner. God. So, yeah. So he wakes up after they imply that they've had some very raunchy sex, mm, but he still mwah, has his. No. Oh, mwah, <laughs> I love these conservative idiot assholes yes. trying to depict. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Has anyone ever had sex with a woman? No. Oh, okay. Um, what do you think it would look like if, like, some lascivious female journalist? Because you know how we're trying to do it? Like, all journalists are whores? Yeah. Well, because her last name is Wild, Ooh, right? Oh, she's such a... Whatever. Yeah. How, would, how would we do it? Well, she could be sleeping in a Mardi Gras mat. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes. That's pretty and sexy. And she could be sleeping... Still tied to the bed, I guess. Yeah, with his button down on, right? Because he, he, because he was not gonna like. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a shirt on. I actually shower with my shirt on, so I'm not, not gonna take that off. Yeah. Okay, I think we're being judgy about this particular <laughs> thing for no reason. That's weird. Keith, do you often fall asleep holding the whip? Still though, I, that's my question. I, I do. I do. Yeah. Sometimes we fall asleep holding it together. You know what I mean. <laughs> So, the mask romantic. is so dumb. Oh. I can't sleep in him. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he wakes up from what these dumbasses think a night of raunchy sex is, I guess. <laughs> His phone's ringing. We have the whole, like, he's tied up and it takes him forever to get this. The, the, that'll, you know, that we'll get two, three solid good minutes of uh, slapstick out of that, right? You trying to answer the phone while you're tied up? Uh, still tied. Is this a. Like his circulation would be so messed up. Like he's lost all the blood from his fingers. He was being crucified. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is just, it's a medical emergency at this point, probably. (laughs) It's it's an important point she brings up. Everybody out there, take it from my wife and I. Safety first when it comes to S&M. It's an important component of a good night. When you do blindfold stuff, just start together in the bed. Don't do a whole look around the room Can you ever cut in the, the more? you know yeah, right. Right there, no, no, no. just to make sure stub toes 
So yeah, but so the, but it's Alex calling him. He's had the realization that now that they're competing in women's sports, they can get the team, the old high school team, back together and play <laughs> basketball. I can't. Oh my god! <laughs> they tried. Okay, what are they? Are they trying to make like this is the Olympics? Yes, I think so. What the, yeah. the conceit is: Hey, they're doing a new new thing called the Global Games. The I Global Games, guys. It's too many levels of not understanding sports. I'm dying in here. I wish <laughs> I wish people could understand. They're doing a new thing where you can try. Anyone can compete in the Global Games. Open tryouts take, for the Olympics, basically, is what they're saying. Yes. Oh, okay, that's not the craziest thing. You haven't. You can have an open event for stuff that exists. Sure. The U.S. Open yeah. itself is for golf is an open event. Theoretically, you can qualify. Anybody can qualify, but not for a basketball team. Why would you have? Okay, everybody, bring your basketball team. We'll play a tournament, and the uh, the top the team. We have to take team. yeah an, a team as a unit. Yeah, yeah. You know what we want? We're, it's okay. Let's all assume that we're the United States, and we want to win the gold in this event. Here's how we're going to find the best basketball team. Let's spread all the best basketball players out to different teams, have them play each other, and then only one of them gets to advance. Yeah. So that we only get, like, one of the best players. That's so fucking stupid. And let's do it in Nashville, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, basketball capital of the world, Nashville. <laughs> At the end, they should have just been like, hey, this was a great movie and all, but um, we're just putting the best NBA players together for the team. <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. We would obviously do. This was really stupid and for no reason, but thanks for coming out, everybody. <laughs> all right, well, I'll tell you what, this movie paused from screaming slurs long enough to establish a plot, so we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back soon with even more Lady Ballers. Hi, welcome to the typical gym experience. I'm your personal trainer, Thad. How can I help you? Well, yeah, so I'm recovering from a heart attack and I'm looking for a low intensity workout plan that takes my personal goals into account instead of trying to turn me into a muscle bound Marvel character. Uh, well, and preferably something that changes regularly to keep me from getting burned out. Oh, sounds like you want FitBod. What's FitBod? FitBod is an app that creates a personalized workout routine that adapts to you and keeps you on track. It takes your goals, fitness level, and even what equipment you have into account so you can keep your regimen fresh and make consistent progress through the new year and beyond. Well, what can you do here at Typical Gym Experience? Uh, I can yell motivational poster slogans at you and then try to sell you supplements. You know, that sounds terrible. It is. It is. But with FitBud, the app keeps your gym sessions fresh and fun by mixing up your workouts with new exercises, rep schemes, supersets, and circuits. I don't know what supersets or circuits are. That's okay. One of my favorite things about FitBod is that it makes things super easy. If you don't know how to do an exercise or if you don't understand the terminology, there are videos and step-by-step -step instructions to walk you through it. Well, that sounds way better than having to work out around other people. How do I sign up? Download FitBod today and get a head start on your fitness resolutions. Get 25% off your subscription and get three free personalized workouts when you go to fitbod.me slash gam. That's 25% off and free personalized workouts at F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash G-A-M. All right, Thad. Well, I guess I won't be needing your services after all. That's a good thing. You'd be amazed by how sanitary we are not. No, I wouldn't. 
Hi, kids. Welcome to your first day of Woke Kindergarten, the school that fills the Daily Wire's nightmares. I'm Mix Taylor, and I'll be your indoctrination facilitator this year. Hi, Hi Mix Taylor. Now remember, raise your hand if you want to talk, and I'll call on you in reverse order of systemic oppression. And if you need to use the bathroom, hold up one finger for a tinkle, two for a poo, and three for the litter box. I identify as a concept. You sure do, little Timmy. Is it time for milk and hormones yet? Not until after lunch, Billy. Aw, shucks. Now today, I have a very special storybook to read you about a gay mice thruples trip to the dildo outlet store. But first, did anybody bring a devotional sacrifice for our dark lord Satan? Ooh, ooh, me. me. I did. I did. 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 Uh, Dusty, what did you bring? I brought the blood of a newborn goat. Very good. Susie? Wat brains. Excellent. And how about you, Tommy? I brought the severed testicles of a Republican, torn from him in his sleep. Way to fight the patriarchy, Tommy. Hail Satan. Hail Satan! And we're back for more of this shit. We're going to kick off the uh, getting the team back together sequence at a used car shop. Now, there were these two brothers that were on TV. We didn't mention them at the time, but they're always fighting like brothers do. <laughs> they own a used car lot now, and we're going to meet them via a used car ad that they're doing filled with cultural appropriation and misogyny. Oh, you mean the hate crime advertisement that they made mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just now? Yeah. <laughs> so shitty. It's it's just like, hey, you remember rap videos, right? This scene, that's, it? that's, that's our that's joke. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. This was just, this reached a level of confusing that I'm not, you know, like I don't even know what they're doing anymore. Someone was on crutches. Is that a reference to something? I, d- was- I have no yeah. idea what that was. I think it's just yeah. they fight and no. hurt themselves. Well, no, no, because it was no, one of the girls. One, one of the, the girls in bikinis. Girls. Oh, I don't okay. know what they were going for. Yeah. Like, I, I really, so nobody. Okay. It wasn't just me. Good. Uh, I yeah. honestly, Thomas, I honestly think it was just some sort of half ass inside joke where they're like, no, because that would be funny. She's in a bikini, but she's on crutches. And another joke that they think is a funny joke is they're like, we also sell bail bonds, right? Don't they say that at the end of everything? Yes, uh-huh. they do. Wouldn't that mean that you, you... Okay, so that would mean you have a shitload of money. Yeah. Because the, that would mean that you're... <laughs> right. Lo, right? Am I miss Right? Because that yeah, you, that you would need to, the, get, you you need to bail people out yeah. and then you would charge them a bunch of interest yep. for having to bail them out. But that would require that you have a lot of money, which is the opposite of what they're going for. Uh, I never mind. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, but but, but the key <laughs> Can is. Can we stop is trying to make sense of it? Let's all agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call it truce. No more trying to make sense of the movie. Okay. As soon as you think about any element of this story, you thought more about it than they did. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yeah. No, but the key is is that they they they're white guys act in black and there's women in bikinis. So I'm twice as triggered. That's the important thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. By the way, this is Jake Crane and. Blaine Crane. Those yep. are the character and actor names of these two characters slash actors. Are they yes. YouTube personalities? Somebody's parents were like, our last name's Crane. Blaine is what we're going to go with. Blaine Crane. Yeah. I, I, I thought he had a different last name, but uh, yeah. But no, they, but they're, no, they no, the they, yeah, oh, they're the Oh, did brothers. they really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but they are brothers. They're playing brothers in the movie and they're playing brothers with their actual names in the fucking movie. 
Yeah. But it's hilarious because you find out that they're like some sort of fraternal twin. Never mind. I'm not even going to finish saying what it is. <laughs> not worth saying. Not worth it. It's one of their favorite punchlines in the movie. Not worth even finishing my sentence there. Nope. That's how bad it is. It, it, it's just, yeah. Yeah, because unlike the writer of this movie, you recognize that's too far to go for comedy. By the time you get there, everyone would be bored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> their thing on the Daily Wire, it's a sports podcast. Oh, oh my no. god! Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Jake and Blaine have a sports podcast on the Daily it's Wire. Called That's Crane and yep. Company. Yeah, but, you, yeah. but no, basketing but, the ball. Yeah, they so they know nothing of sports. It's yeah. Just well, okay. I maybe I'm being too gracious, but I would have to assume if they have a sports podcast, they've seen a sport. Mm-hmm. They they have to, which means that this director is so fucking batshit insane that. He has two sports, at least two sports people on <laughs> yep. the movie and is still yes. doing st- this badly. So like, oh were there arguments? God. Were there times when the the famous Crane Brothers comedy duo was like, hey man, you don't, that's not how any of this works. And he was like, I know how it works. And they're like, okay. <laughs> okay. That's that yeah, must it be gets, what it, it must be. It has to be because it gets worse. Jake Crane is a former collegiate football coach. Really? Oh God, God, seriously? That's what this says. I don't I don't know. I oh. oh my God. Does it say he scored four touchdowns in one game at Polk High? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just God. wow. I'm it was shocking. Yeah. shocking. Yeah. We're gonna have to recover. Pause while we recover for a minute. <laughs> so the commercial wraps up. This is where Coach and Alex show up to recruit him back to the team. And then they have the whole bit where they they, they push the button and it reveals their fucking basketball fuck bar. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. This is a real place <laughs> in real life that exists in their lives. For sure. Now. They made a, a high school basketball <laughs> yeah. themed fuck dungeon. They high fived all over the place and they love it and they will have it forever. Yeah. No. 100%. And you know what you need in your high school basketball man cave thing? Hmm. Above your bar, you need 700 champagne flutes. Oh, well, obviously. That's, what they, that's their glassware, their stemware. Why would you not have? Yeah. You know, your man cave. Well, often you have a champagne toast for a wedding party <laughs> or something. Like, there's like a hundred of them. Just, a giant pyramid of those pouring Coors Light into the top of Kid Rock. Also, yeah, the sex area is not very private at all. It's behind curtains. Well, that's because they never have sex. So it's oh, well, yeah, right. right, right. Yeah, exactly. The incels <laughs> fuck dungeon there. <laughs> <laughs> Like if we, if any of us ever actually has sex with a woman, we'll put up a tarp or something. Don't yeah, worry. right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, the, but Alex and, and Coach explain to him that they want to get the team back together. Importantly, they do not tell him that they'll be competing as women yet. Right. right? But they're like, yeah, we're in. We just need to get David. Remember David, the human tower from back on the team. Now, a, a smarter movie would have set it up such that we would remember this character or we're physically (laughs) capable of remembering this character. Have him do anything in the basketball game part of it that we would maybe remember. Or his name would be Goliath if he's going to be the human tower, not David. That would be better. Yeah. Look, I played lots of sports in high school. If anyone ever came to me ever and was like, hey man, we're getting the team back together. My first (laughs) question would be, well, what? What is it? Why, Why the fuck like, would we do that? Event? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, don't get me wrong. I, I love sports. Like, I would be down. If they're like, yeah, we're doing it. We're going to do a charity gimmick where both classes of 2004 for these high school rivalries, we're going to pr- try to do the sports. Again. I'd be like, that's fucking great. Oh, sure. But that yeah, would okay. be my first question. It would be, what event could you possibly <laughs> be talking about? Because we're a bunch of overweight middle-aged men 
whom no one would ever want to see play anything. So like, why wouldn't that be your first question? Because that would fuck up the premise. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're going to hide what the thing is you're doing, but do you want to come do a thing? Sure. Yeah. Yes. And (laughs) and we're in. Yeah. But we establish here that they need David, their center. And and he's been in hiding ever since he blew the big college championship game. My God. So dumb. So now in order to find David slash pad for time, they have to go out to the northern wilds of Michigan and look for him where he's like living out in a cabin off the grid. Okay. In fairness, if you want to set up your team like Ocean's Eleven style for a hate crime, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan is the place to go. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that much of it is sound. Yeah. They just need yeah. to find an actual reason to justify it. And the reason is he saw a mascot in a game, something that if you're a college athlete has probably happened to you 400,000 mm-hmm. times before that. Yeah. And he saw a mascot and he freaked out. Is this something? Is this anything? I don't know. Again, it seemed like one of those things where like they'd all been writing all fucking day. It's 2.30 in the morning and everything seems funny now. And they're like, and then he would look at the, <laughs> totally, at the yeah. mascot and he would wonder what he was thinking. And then that would, somebody would steal the ball from him and everybody laughed and they never bothered to go back and check and see if it was actually <laughs> funny or if it was just 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. The mascot was a badger, by the way, that he has yep. like PTSD about now. Yes. And because of that moment, he has moved to Upper Michigan and he has hunted every single badger, the animal in the entire area. Yes. So weird. It, get it? Because it's... We're stumped. We're all stumped. It's, <laughs> yeah. Somebody do a callback. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, you know, normally we avoid doing bad comedies on this show yeah. because it's so hard to make fun of bad comedy because you just end up with moments like this. Like, what was the fucking joke? But <laughs> well, obviously we kind of had to do this dumbass one. So, but at any rate, so they find David. David, uh, like, shoots one of their cell phones with an arrow because he's a mountain man now or something. <laughs> God. Okay, the January 6th trials definitely affected their casting for this movie. They had to make notes. 100%. Fair, fair. So yeah, so he takes him back to the cabin where he's got all his uh, badgers and they ultimately talk him into rejoining the team, right? Yep. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And again, they don't have any way to finish a fucking scene. They don't know how that works. So somebody yeah. just throws something in celebration and it hits a tripwire and there's an explosion. It hits a landmine that he has apparently set up four feet from his house. Yes. <laughs> so what if someone went for a smoke break and just had stood there and just they're blown to smithereens? Yeah, dude, try making sense out of this movie. That's worked so well, Thomas. It's so hard. <laughs> I, what, am I, what do you say? It's like you're being shown a series of inconceivable, indescribable shapes and you have to talk about it. Right. It's like that psychological (laughs) study where they show you the triangle and the rectangle and they ask you to make a narrative out of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. It's that. It is like that. (laughs) So they head back to the basketball fuck bar trying to figure out who their fifth guy on their basketball team, how they're going to (laughs) round out their basketball team with their fifth guy. And then they pull a fucking dear old dads and suddenly there's a commercial there where we weren't even expecting it. <laughs> and you you know the only thing worse than a movie by the Daily Wire <laughs> is a shitty attempt at meta commercial inside a movie oh, by the Daily Wire man. made by the Daily Wire. Oh, oh that, was, that was an expert reference. Heath. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
But yeah, but so they 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 do this bit where that like uh, David the Human Tower comes in and he's like, yeah, I've shaved off my mountain man beard. You're right; these Jeremy's razors are excellent. And then they so just stupid. start doing an ad, but like. It's entirely humorless. It's a straight read. If Eli wrote us an ad that unfunny, I would ask if everything was okay at home. <laughs> well, and as a viewer, I don't know if that's a real... I To this day, right now, because I'm not going to look it up, I don't know if that's a real product. It's like, real. I, I, it's... But the point, hun, the point is, <laughs> the way they did it in the movie... You're like, well, this is a movie, so you don't normally just put a commercial in a yes, movie. Yes, no, that's fair. Right. So is this a bit? I'm like, is this a fake product it's, bit? No, it, because it's like the, the she, her that we saw earlier, right, with his chocolate. Now now it's time for his razors to make an appearance, right? He keeps finding these ways. If you're in the Daily Wire, you would know. God. Right. It's one thing to just do product placement, which is a thing that does happen in movies. My only point is I don't care about the truth of the matter. I'm just saying as a viewer, if your goal was to do an advertisement for a product, mm. if you put it in the middle of a scripted movie, I'm going to be thinking, well, that must not be real because that's not a thing that's ever happened in the history of movies. You never, <laughs> right. you never stop a scripted movie to do an advertisement for like, AT&T, sign up now. As we, <laughs> no, so if, like, you, if a commercial shows up in a movie, it's a, it's in RoboCop and it's for the 6000 SUX. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. It's something, okay, right. so in my mind, I'm like, that's not a real product, so I would never go try to buy it, is gotcha. the point I'm making. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, it's, oh my God, that's what, the, that's what we're dealing with, folks. Yeah. It's a level of insanity that we're dealing with here. <laughs> yeah, so, but they're still trying to figure out, they, they finished their ad and they, they're they still trying to figure out who their fifth guy can be. All of the guys that they know are, like they're so, they're you know they're they're dead or whatever. Your fifth. What if one guy rolls his ankle during the nope, game? You don't. You no longer can. <laughs> Cannot happen. Famously, there's something called a sixth man, the best sixth man. Yep. On a team and <laughs> in the league will be like the guy who came off the bench and had the most points for the season. Shut up! I don't think you have a sports podcast. We're doing it my way. <laughs> sixth man. Do you hear yourself? That's nonsense. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> That I'm noise yeah. throughout the writing process. <laughs> yeah, right. That that's what I'm saying. That's my default setting. Yeah. So, but then they ultimately decide. Remember, at the very beginning, there was a towel boy that they were bullying. No, because you didn't actually have to watch this movie. You're welcome. Well, there was, <laughs> and they've decided that they'll make him the fifth man on their team. L keep in mind, it could just literally be anyone. It could be anyone. They. Do, I love that too because. There's somebody suggests like, well, can't we find just anyone? And he said, the, the coach, the main character who wrote this and directed it, did everything, says, no, it has to be someone from the championship team. <laughs> and then I was what? like, oh, good. I perked up. I was sharpening my pencil. Uh, I'm going to find out the reason for this because I've been very curious as to why this is necessary. Mm. Nope, no follow-up. That's it. Oh, okay. Break that beat. No, breaks <laughs> his fucking pencil. Yeah. yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh, no, it's because that's the premise of the movie. Uh, yep. Oh, okay, gotcha. And by the way, if you're like, hey, it has to be someone from the team, the towelboy was not on the team. You nope, wouldn't he say sure that a towelboy is on a team. You wouldn't say that. I mean, you might say that to try to make them feel better about the job they do, but you would not, they're not part of the team. They don't get the trophy. They're not on the roster. Nope. That's not, there's no sense in which that, that somehow qualifies for his rules he's made up in his head but just finding anyone else doesn't. Yeah. Okay, you know what's really sad? It might be because this guy is the best actor they knew in their group, <laughs> and they were like, we got to get this guy yeah. in. So, right. Felix. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, they need an excuse to bring in the comic relief, even though everyone seems to think they're the comic relief. Yeah, but Felix is rich, so they go to his mansion to ask if he wants to be on the team, and I guess he spent his whole adult life 
pining for the days of getting bullied by the basketball team and oh hoping God, one yeah. day they'd come and ask him to join the team as his character? I think this is just, they're trying to make, look, the audience here is going to be largely high school people who peaked in high school. That's going to be largely mm -hmm. a lot of the audience who would watch this. And so those people, I think they want to cater to that audience. They want to say, hey, you know those people that didn't peak in high school and who are now way more successful than you? <gasps> they all secretly just want to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. And 100%. so this rich character that is like, oh yeah, I'm rich, but all I've ever wanted to do is hang out with the varsity <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, because they go into his house and he's got this shrine of the old basketball team. I, I wrote my notes at this point. It would be an insult to call these montagers filler because that would imply that there was something else playing out around them. But we get this long montage of them looking through <laughs> his basketball shrine. Yeah, like he has like an entire locker room built with their names on it and everything. It's mm -hmm. creepy, honestly. <laughs> like I would be freaked out if I went to somebody's house and they did something like that. <laughs> Weird. Okay, it's not out of the question that this is actually Ben Shapiro's real house and exactly what <laughs> Thomas just said is yeah. what happened in Ben Shapiro's yeah. real, real life. Could be. All right, all right. Yeah, no, interesting theory. We'll have to check in it on makes that. Sense. Yeah. If he was the towel boy, he's all about drying stuff, so... <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So yeah, so then a, a fight breaks out between all of them because they don't know how to end a scene and this one has gone on too long. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Again, call back to call back, just repeat things. Physical comedy of, they just start fighting a lot for no reason. And is that just like, are they trying to say like, this is how men should be? Like, you're just all the time. You know how when we hang out, the three of us and Eli, we just... Start brawling. Like, yeah, we fist fight men. a lot. There's a yeah, lot of like, fights constantly. Yeah. Right. Also, no. they don't know that you can just do the next scene if you want. And they <laughs> have like, <laughs> yes. something extra. And they're just like, we don't fight. We're fighting again. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Right, Here's right. the actual truth. They're all just that towel drying character. Like you say, they don't know anything about sports. They're all a bunch of nerds who were college Republican types, mm -hmm. you know, that just like, they were reading like fucking, you know, uh, Socrates and pretending that that had some relevance to today's world. And then, you know, reading Ayn Rand and all that. And yeah. they don't actually know sports or play sports or do anything involved in sports. And so they think like, you know, back when we were all in high school and it was rough and tumble and we just all start <laughs> fighting all the time. It's like, no, that's not really how anything works, okay, man. I'm going to I'm going to stick a little thorn in there, though. So David... <laughs> The actor David, who is also named David in real life, he was a quarterback at University of Michigan. Come on. Which no guy? Shit. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> the tall the, the guy. Human, no, the, the human the point, tower. So, yeah. like, yes, the people they got to play the athletes, they did look like they had played some sport. They're actually really big guys, uh, most of them. Mm -hmm. But the guy who wrote and directed this movie oh, Jeremy Boring, has yeah, no, no idea what yeah. anything is. Like, he doesn't know shit about sports. I will bet. My literally my life on that, that he doesn't know anything about sports. <laughs> and what I love again is that he had a cast apparently full of people yeah. who had seen a sport game one, yes. you know, and and he was just like, no, fellas, I know I got this. I know what <laughs> I'm doing. Okay. It's the best. I love that yeah. kind of person. Keith, don't worry, he only played five games his entire career. <laughs> 
You said, he, you said he went to UM. He went to Michigan? He, he went to UM. Yeah. God damn it. I'm an Ohio State fan now. Is that like <laughs> Division <laughs> One? I don't know. I don't know college sports at all. Is that? Yeah. So that means he was an, a stellar fucking athlete. Yeah. 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 You know, Michigan's like serious D1 program. And like, yeah. 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 And yet he was in this movie and wasn't able to tell the director, hey, you need to change literally everything you've written. Yep. Like every, I love it. It's the best. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah. So this stupid ass fight scene goes on for way too fucking long. But eventually the coach and reporter lady, uh, Gwen, they come in to break up the fight. And this is where the coach has to break it to him that his plan is for them to play against women on the and, and, and play as trans women on the women's basketball tournament. Right. Now, the writer for this movie is so inept that this is done silently. Like we hear music playing and we see <laughs> yeah. them. But this is the whole point of the fucking movie. Right. The whole point of the comedy is this reveal. And they had so nothing that they just do it in silence and we watch reactions. And he's doing ballet and then miming boobs and yes. making a woman's shape with his hands. So, yeah, you, yeah, know. you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a woman. He's like, I'll mime the plot of the movie I wrote as best I can. <laughs> That's what he came up with. Oh, Jesus. When in reality, all the characters would be like, well, that makes a lot more sense because otherwise you recruited us to play sports that wouldn't exist. Like what? what, <laughs> right, what yeah. is the next best guess? as to what getting the high school team back together would be even before. Right. Like, what is the next most plausible <laughs> thing? So, yeah, but but in this movie, nobody wants in, except Felix the Towboy, right? He, he's willing to do anything for these guys. But nobody wants in. So Coach has to give a, one of the best speeches of his life, damn it. And so he gives his, like, his coachy speech. The reporter lady stands behind him, visibly dying to suck yeah. his dick the whole time because that's what he paid her to do. So hot. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. There was like a cut. Cut. It says, you lust after my dad, God. <laughs> it says lustily. And he lustily. directed it too, right? So yes. he's like, hey, yeah. somebody keep an eye on this scene. Make yes, sure make behind sure me she that she's... He, like, probably. runs over for the playback to, like, watch through it. Make sure it's enough. You need to look lustier. I got, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry to keep saying that, but... Yeah, but that, but now everybody's in because that scene is over, apparently. <laughs> and, uh, oh, sorry, it's not over. This is how lazily this stupid fucking movie is written. Then his daughter and his ex-wife show up yeah. in Felix's house. <laughs> how, why do they know anything that's happening? How would they know to go here? Right? None of that? No. He's got location in. services turned on yeah. on his phone, maybe. They might as well just... be like, oh my God, we found the scene. Thank God. All right, all right. Well, I got to tell you something. <laughs> and specifically, they went to the gym part. Yes, of yeah, right. Rich the guys. part of exactly. his house where they were. His, yeah, they didn't go to the front door. They didn't, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, but Ben Shapiro's house has like neon signs being like, high school buddies this way whenever you show up. <laughs> he can't wait for them all to show up someday. Someday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the wife drops the daughter off and then they use this opportunity to have the daughter teach them all about all the gay shit she's learning in her woke school. Right? God. They have this whole bit where they like cut to a uh, a yarn and pushpin sign of all the different types of the human sexuality now. Seriously, uh -huh. yeah. The, the title of the scene was like, Libs get destroyed with facts and logic <laughs> and yarn and pushpins. I'm yeah. very reasonable. I'm not insane at all. Hey, we are actually parents of a school-aged child who goes to we a are. public school in a blue state. 
You know what she learns? Fucking math. Yes, yeah. she learns right. how to add stuff. <laughs> and then she learns stuff about e- English grammar that I've forgotten already, even though she's in first grade. Right, right. You had to remember what a predicate is. Probably woke math and woke predicates. And, you know, Thanksgiving, she brought home like a paper that yeah. we were not thrilled about. <laughs> that was kind of whitewashing things. Really? Yeah. They have to think about the Native Americans teaching the settlers about fucking corn yeah. and they're like yeah, they're all smiley happy yeah you know uh, like they taught them how to plant corn with a fish and why they do that and oh, yeah. literally uh, Lydia oh. saved it and this is again this is a public school in a in a in a fucking woke state yeah like, in, in the wokest yeah. of woke states yeah yeah so yeah but she takes us through their her yarn and push bins and don't worry if you thought they weren't gonna have the lgbtqia plus but too many letters joke they gotcha <laughs> okay i think the movie actually confused itself with the general concept of yarn and push pins like, <laughs> like i paused it to look at this thing for a second obviously the stuff they wrote is dumb and just bigot stuff yeah but they have push pins on blank areas of the board <laughs> with yarn connecting something to the nothing of that blank area. Oh my God. So yeah, so she, but she finishes up, they're like, any questions? And somebody goes, hey, get this, this is a pretty good joke here. What is a woman is his question. Get it? Because uh, yeah. Ted Cruz is Matt, Matt, Matt Walsh, Walsh made blah, that blah, movie. Blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so then we cut over to the global games tryouts. This is where um, you know, Gwen is live on the scene. They cut back to the anchors that got canceled earlier, but boy, are they pro LGBTQ now, huh? With all their pride flags and stuff. They got sensitivity training. Even in their own movie, you can't get canceled. You don't get canceled. Like they in yeah. their own movie, <laughs> in our woke reality, they misgendered somebody constantly on the air and they're still on the air. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right, yep. right. Yeah. Even in their own fucking movie, they got to admit that, oh, yeah, well, it's not canceled. You would maybe probably have to go to sensitivity yeah, you, trading. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. You'd have for like five seconds. And you got to keep, keep your job. Yeah. And to be clear, in their movie, they got sensitivity training and now they're dressed up like Yale on Halloween. It's terrifying. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> well, that's because there's like a fucking in the writer's room, there was a pages since last racism counter that they had yeah. to reset <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> So yeah, so so the team gets all ladied up and they they take the court in the big reveal scene where they're all, you know, dressed as ladies so that we could be very, very triggered. Yeah. And the team comes out and there's nobody in the stands because the joke <laughs> is that nobody cares about women's basketball. Also, we made a movie about women's basketball. Yeah. Right. It's so weird to try to be on both sides of this, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're admitting that, you know, it's a small audience. And of course, it, they're exaggerating the degree to which it's a small audience. But yet it's something that every man wants so desperately that they're willing to to fucking be, become Pretend a woman. To be for, trans. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And uh, yeah. So fucking stupid. Hey, actually, also another way I know that doesn't happen is that's not fucking happening. It's not there. Right. They've been warning us about this for a fucking decade and it hasn't happened. Yes. Yeah. It's so weird to be like, you know how things are now? Things are now such that men can just pretend to be women and they win every sport. Is that happening? Well, no, it's not happening, but that's how it is now. <laughs> right. Well, but do they do that? No. 
but happening is how it we, is. We're the only ones who thought of it so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know when. And we broadcast it constantly for a decade. Do you yeah. have to turn your documentary into a comedy? Not yeah. comedy? Shut up. <laughs> you, no, you had, had to turn, turn your documentary. That's you. Yeah, but so so the the other coach sees his team and they're, he's like, no, that you, you can't have them. Come on, they're not real. And then he, he realizes he's about to be transphobic and he's going to get canceled, so he has to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you do that in real life, they they cancel you so hard that you write for the New York Times and the Atlantic, and you <laughs> yeah. because mm-hmm. you publish in major every major newspaper, and you yeah set Patreon records and yeah, yeah so exactly but then of course we get the Ben Shapiro cameo yeah right he's the ref for the basketball game and he talks at this point and I wrote in my notes it's so funny that that's actually his voice and not somebody doing a mean impersonation of him I don't like I forget because I read about Ben Shapiro I don't listen to the asshole <laughs> so. smart yeah and it's not it, normally in a cameo the idea is to try to do something that's a send up of who they are in some way, right? Yeah. Like, isn't that what mm, you try yeah. to do something? Oh, that's funny because either you do like something that's a little ironic or something. They're just like, no, he'll just be the ref of the game. <laughs> yep. <And he'll>, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. Okay. He'll have nothing. That's such a clever tie in to his YouTube channel. Thomas, they hadn't invented you try to do something blank. In, at the point, it's it's Paleozoic. Right, this is 1920s basketball, comedy. of course. <laughs> yeah. Comedy, yeah. Now is where we see they've switched to an eight-foot rim so that they can actually dunk. Mm-hmm. They couldn't dunk in high school, but now <laughs> <laughs> they're in their 30s and overweight. Now they can all dunk. Oh, and we get a little bit of the basketball. They think the tip-off, the jump ball, is like a volleyball spiking moment at the other team, <laughs> they apparently. They still lose the tip-off. That was the they funniest did. thing yes. in the whole They lose thing. the tip-off. They, well, they touch at first, but they spike it straight to the other team. Exactly. They make a huge deal about how they're men so they can easily just do do everything better. And then in their own movie, they <laughs> yes, lose the tip-off to the, the tip high school off. girls team or whatever. They accidentally send it to the other team. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we this descends very quickly into a montage of them beating the real ladies. Oh my God. Okay. This is the best. At one point, Dave Cohn, the, the big guy character, yeah. Mm-hmm. runs a screenplay while on defense. Like he does the thing <laughs> where you would step up to run a screen, but he's on the defensive side. And then they're like, somebody crashes into that. And then it's part of the play. It's so dumb. <laughs> this montage is the best. They have, Heath, please, please. I just needed to be with you when we watch this. I'm so sad. <laughs> The, the montage is how they're so much better, obviously, because they're men and they can beat all the women. In the montage, they have every girl on the other team in slow motion getting hit in the face with the basketball. They sure do. Right, you're not allowed to do that. That's not a thing you do. I, I, it, it would be like if... Okay, they're not playing dodgeball, yeah. Let's pretend <laughs> that we're doing chess just in case there's people who don't play sports. That would be like if you had a montage of like, <laughs> this person is so much better in chess and you showed it by the other player getting hit in the face with a chess piece. And I stab you in the eye with a bishop. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) that's not how you win at chess. That's just nothing. 
If you threw the ball at a player's face, they'd probably recover the ball and then they'd have yeah, the right. ball. Yeah, right. You'd get in some sort of trouble. Also, you'd get thrown out of the game yes. for the, the, the flagrant <laughs> tactical. Like, so dumb. And there's only five people on your team, so you'd be pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah. Can't get a single you have to forfeit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Defensive screens and pegging are both things that I've heard of are in basketball. I just love the process that goes into that. Again, this director, he has so many people who played real sports. Hey, how do we do a montage that shows how much better we are. Well, let's line up each of these girls and throw a ball at their face. <laughs> yes. So weird. In turn, like they're all in, in those montages. It's just them like standing there. There's mm -hmm. no other players. And also like, even if that was part of basketball, even if you could like tag a player out by hitting him in the face, why would <laughs> men be better at that? Like the women would still <laughs> know where the ball is. <laughs> So, yeah, so they finish the game. They win. David, the tall guy, he sees the other team crying and starts to feel a little bad about what they're doing here. But, yeah, but they realize at this point that they could just dominate all women's sports, not just basketball. And coach is like, no, I just want to do basketball. So that's the conflict now. Yeah, they're all supposed to be making like millions of dollars with endorsement deals from Nike. And Gwen is making millions of dollars because she kind of likes yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's how endorsements work. Yep. They're like, hey, we would like you to wear a Nike, you know, shoe. And also, is there like a journalist who is covering you? Yeah, who who has the exclusive? Who do we <laughs> yeah, who do we make the check out to? Well, I also love that these guys keep getting endorsements and finding out about it later, right? Like it's oh really, I'm I'm endorsing you now. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I need a break before we dive into another bigotry montage. And pretty much all this movie has left is bigotry montages. <laughs> so we're going to take a break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Thomas learn his lesson and tell us no next time? Will Lydia poison <laughs> us for our transgressions? Maybe. Does anybody have a concrete milkshake in Ben Shapiro's home address asking for a friend? Find out the answers to different questions and less. Will we return for the bullying conclusion of... Lady Ballers. I'm the friend. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right, then I create a separate tier for cousins with kids and cousins without kids. And then, okay, then I'll adjust the tiers for cost of living in their areas. Hey, Heath, and then, my oh. God, what are you doing with the, all this yarn and these pushpins? Yeah, it's all the absurd expectations of getting the etiquette just right with gifting for the holidays. It's a nightmare to calibrate the whole thing. I don't have time for this, and I'm all stressed out. Well, it sounds like you might want to try BetterHelp. Oh, what's BetterHelp? It's a great place to find a therapist who's right for you. Regardless of how your family does giving gifts, you get to decide how to give to yourself. And taking care of your mental health can be a great way to do that. Therapy can help you learn positive coping skills and how to set healthy boundaries, which is especially important around the holiday. Okay, so how does BetterHelp work? It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. All right, and where do I sign up for that? In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash awful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash awful. Sounds good. But seriously, if I get gifts for my cousin and her husband and their two kids, they should have to give me four gifts, right? No, that's no, not, not how it works. I mean, what? Your math checks out, but no. 
Okay, so we all have to just pretend the obvious imbalance doesn't exist. Pretend it doesn't exist, yes. Okay. Ridiculous. Okay, let's do a quick camera check. Just give me the first few lines of the intro. And action! I'm Chet Chettleby, and we're coming to you live from the quarterfinals of the Global Games Basketball Tournament, where a team of trans women from Tennessee is looking to extend their winning streak. Hi, excuse me, hi, hi. Cut the cameras. I gotta stop you right there. This is my story. Sorry, what? You're doing my story? I'm Gwen Wilde, and I'm the reporter doing the story about the team of trans women from Tennessee. Oh, are you from another news channel? Yes. And you're also covering the story? Nope, not also covering it. It's just me. It's my story. Are you not aware of other news sources uh, until just now? What? No, no, I, I knew about that already, obviously. Okay, well, we're doing the story too. Wait, wait but don't. <laughs> that fucks up my plan. I'm supposed to be the reporter for this and I'm going to make millions of dollars. Millions of dollars? Do you own part of the news channel? No. Do you get like an absurdly big bonus for having a big story? No, I don't. Right, so that's not going to work. Well, fuck. What am I supposed to do now? Hmm. Are you a bigot? I am. Oh, you could work for the Daily Wire. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back for still more of this shit. We're going to rejoin the action with the Lady Ballers dominating their second qualifier as well. Right? This eventually bleeds into a montage of them dominating all the sports. Yep. So if we weren't showing that we don't know anything about sports enough, let's show that by <laughs> fucking up more sports. They have collegiate wrestling. Yep. Which isn't in the Olympics, I don't think. I think they just do freestyle wrestling, but that's minor nitpick unless they change that. But... You know what's also in wrestling? Weight classes. Yep. Sure, <laughs> sure the fuck is. It doesn't matter. Like, sure. I mean, it's still, you wouldn't really have men wrestle women if there were even such an Olympic sport as collegiate wrestling. But like, e even if you did, they would still have to be the same weight. Just famously, yeah. they have weight classes yeah. in combat sports. Yes. Yeah. Right, yep. right. You don't just have a giant dude that's twice, literally twice the height, just like pancake. A girl, it's like, oh, wow, you've, you got us. That's the woke world we live in. Yep, clearly. And morons. But of course, this montage wouldn't be complete without a little, um, you know, sexual harassment. So they have the bit where the guys are trying to go into the girl's showers. Mm. <laughs> get it? Because God. they're naked in there. <laughs> People need to be naked with other adults in a shower situation, locker room, non-sexually, and not panic about it. It's insane. That would help. We get that Riley Gaines cameo in the swimming oh, yeah. pool. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. Got to show Riley Gaines off. She's, she, yeah, she also embarrasses herself with association of this movie. And we also learned that the guys are like killing it on social media because, you know, social media is always so kind to trans people. They're, they're getting that yeah. trans bump on social media. Yeah, yeah, totally. And of course, then when we finish this montage, we basically immediately start another montage that is their third 
game in the tournament. Why the fuck? Because they have nothing to do in these games. Every one of them is yeah. a montage and it's all the same. Why have so many games? Why can't you just have in your <laughs> yeah. script you come like, the wow, we sure did dominate that second game as well. You don't have to show us a montage for everyone. Yes. I mean, the whole idea that like this is making the sport more popular. Oh, yeah. Like why? Yeah. Okay, so people don't, nobody watches women's sports but they will watch it if they decide to have men beat women. Like what? What's what's the part where I'm like, I gotta see this? Yeah, I I, I don't know. And this movie never bothers to come up with one. One guy almost completely misses, almost full swing and miss on a choreographed slow motion block of a basketball in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> almost misses. And then they clearly, in a later slow mo block, they had to use like a soft. Nerf ball because an actor definitely hurt his fingers by like mis almost hitting it all, but just oh kind of like bent a finger and you could see the ball be all like nerfed in when he hits it. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> one of the highlights of the montage is that one of the players carrying the tiny towel guy to do a dunk. That's oh not something you can do in basketball. No, you can't no, just carry no. another player. That would be traveling. Yeah. So I, I stand by it. We have not seen a single second of legal basketball. Right. Like, my notes on this third one are constantly like, well, that's goaltending. Well, that was yeah. a charge. Well, that's that a foul. That's a foul. It's mostly right. that's a foul. That's a foul. You're yeah. technical. That's a foul. You've been thrown out of the game. <laughs> oh, what's that? You don't have enough people to field a team because you're an idiot who thought you could just have the number of people that needs to be on the court at any given time. Uh, I guess you're eliminated. That would have been really yeah. funny if they're like, <laughs> here's how we make this actually funny. They go in there. One guy instantly gets a technical foul and thrown out of the game for the fucking physical <laughs> assault that yeah, they've been committing uh -huh. in these montages. And then they're like, well, you're disqualified. All right, now let's <laughs> yes. watch the actual women play. <laughs> so this is also the part where we start to like lay this thread into the movie that Alex, the the first guy that won the, the first race at the beginning of the movie, actually is trans. Yeah, I was wondering where they were going to go with this. It's the worst possible direction. Yep. <laughs> so, so, and okay, so then we get Rob handing his kid off to the ex-wife and this is where the ex-wife has to come to him and say, you know, like, she's not so sure about this him having a trans women team thing, right? Yeah, she's just, she's just now being like, maybe... <laughs> You know how you've ruined, apparently, a global sporting event that the entire world just cares about? You've completely, like, ruined it, I guess. I'm starting to think that wasn't the right thing to do. Right. Well, because, of course, she's supposed to represent us stupid libs just uh, yeah. taking that long to realize, well, you can't have men competing in women's sports, right? Like, Oh, no, no, no. The wife, she's supposed to be the true everyman, not us libs. She's the like well, right, right. normie that's like, wow, this my common sense says that this does isn't a good idea. <laughs> right. Right, but but until then, she was influenced by the like you know the oh gotcha yeah, yeah. silly lib you know their version of the silly lib. We should she was just going along. You know how we control all of society. She was going along. With right, that exactly, exactly. Yeah. Until she snaps and screams, "They're not real girls!" Right, and loses her mind there. So yeah. stupid. Ben yeah. Shapiro won a debate in the shower against the voice in his own head, and then he scripted yep. the losing side into a bunch of parts of this movie. It's so dumb. Yep. <laughs> which is 80% of the movies we watch on this show. Yeah, I find myself constantly asking, have any of these people gone outside? Like, have they seen, <laughs> you know, do, are they all locked in a bunker somewhere and they're just speculating about what the outside world is? 
But they, but they're, they're locked in a fucking echo chamber, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, completely unwilling to engage with it. And that's the thing. Like, look, if you wanted to, there's no way you could make this premise funny because the whole premise is bigotry. But if you wanted to approach that, what you would have to do is actually engage with the material that you're talking about. Yeah. Right. But they're not willing to do that because their arguments fall apart when you do that. And it's more funny to make fart jokes about it instead. <laughs> yeah. The fundamental flaw is, look, you could do a satirical thing it would still be an annoying, shitty hate crime. But you could say, if this thing happens, then there will be these consequences and we can make that seem insane. The fundamental flaw with this movie is they are saying this is how things are now. Right. right. And they are doing an insane series of events to which we're left asking, well, if this is how things are now, why is this not happening now? Yes. And they're like, no, we didn't have to turn our documentary into a funny comedy. <laughs> That's, you did. Because it's not how things are now is the answer. And okay. scene. Did you say and scene during our argument? <laughs> well, so, and and of course, the, the important part of this scene is that right as the ex-wife Darby says, but they're not real girls, the daughter and her lib boyfriend come up behind them and hear her say that and they're just shocked by her mm -hmm. transphobia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> So, okay. So now it's time to, for game four. You know how they had nothing to do with games one, two, and three? Well, don't worry. They also have yeah. nothing to do with this. I, like, I, at this point, I guess, like, Alex is bad at basketball because he's all girly. Oh, yeah. I, lo <laughs> I love this. So, the, and again, the, I, I think somebody said earlier the movie loses to itself. Now we're to believe that if you start dressing and acting like a woman, you start turning into a woman, which Hold is on. interesting. Wait, are you saying gender identity is or is, is not fluid, a, and maybe it could be influenced is... by like, yeah, I, I, no. <laughs> so they're they because they've been you know dressing up in dresses and living in the world as women, apparently, and honestly, kind of living like their best lives and like way happier. <laughs> yeah. They they do seem so much happier. Maybe they should yeah. reflect on that. Speaking of the movie <laughs> losing to itself, yeah, they're all like having a great time. Yeah, and now they apparently can't play basketball as well because the, it's like, wait, I thought that gender was essential and unchangeable, right? And that you couldn't possibly <laughs> ever change by just changing the way you your outward appearance and is. Scene? Okay. <laughs> I heard scenes, so I got to stop. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I won again. Yeah. Well, and this is, of course, where Ted Cruz shows up for his uh, cameo. Yeah. Best which, was the best. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it very in. smartly ties in the fact that Ted Cruz often goes to Tennessee yes. basketball yes. games and says, is this seat taken? See, that's a send up of. <laughs> so, but what I liked about it was like, no one wants to sit next to him in the movie either. Like it's everyone kind of hates Ted Cruz. <laughs> And then he, like, as an aside, says, should have sprung for the box seats. And, like, wh where where would those oh, be? Right, there's, we're still in an elementary school gym. Thank you. So here's the thing. I think that that is you giving the movie too much credit. Very possible. Or Well, no, or it's the extra doing an amazing acting job it's because they extra. also don't want to be there. No, I what, thought it was what, the extra. So, no, it's, it's, the, it's the mom. It's Darby. Oh, it's yeah, Darby. And she is You're right. such right. a harsh, being too kind. shrill yeah. woman that he asks, 
politely, hey, is anyone sitting here? And she says, Aah! you know, like oh, when God, women that is what they be were crazy. You're yep, right. Yep. All right. You know how when women are upset, you just can't even, re- you can't talk to them. Yes. Okay. You know how, hey, man, am I right? You know when your wife is, maybe it's that time of the month that she's a little upset <laughs> of you. You, you. you can't, there's no reasoning. <laughs> Seriously, that is That's literally what, what it is. Doing. Wow. That's actually what yes. it is. They weren't doing a clever, no one likes Ted Cruz, because that would actually require some amount of self-awareness and comedy. Man. Okay, they could have done something with this because the one time Ted Cruz actually went to a sporting event that I'm aware of, he went to a Yankee <laughs> game and he got yelled at for three straight hours by an amazing heroic New Yorker right next to his face. Like in oh the next God, seat is the so best good. New Yorker ever just screaming at him, giving him the finger, <laughs> touching his face and Ted Cruz is pretending nothing is happening the whole time. And then they could have been, then he could have been like, Damn, I hope the finals are in Cancun. <laughs> you know, like they could have done anything, just tie in. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Go. Nothing. Nothing. And literally because like, you know, setting aside the misogyny that undergirds this whole thing, the actual cameo is him just coming up and going, oh, are these seats taken? I guess they are. I'll leave. And then that's it. Yep. That's it. Like, So let's first of all acknowledge the fact that a sitting U.S. senator endorsed this film. Yeah. Right. That shouldn't be forgiven. God. But then also that this movie had an opportunity to have a cameo from Ted Cruz. And all they could think of is like, oh, what if he wanted to sit down in a <laughs> chair? What if he was in it? Yes. <laughs> Did you just say, what if he was in it? That, that's your idea for the cameo? Yeah. <laughs> He also has a terrible sense of humor because when it came out, he tweeted, you know, I have this movie's out and you might see a familiar face and the movie's hilarious as hell. No, I mm. laughed zero times. Zero. Like, it was hard to tell where so you rough. were supposed to laugh. Like, where would yeah. someone who was enjoying this movie laugh? Yeah. He walks away. Tennessee has a really good power grid. Anyway, I'm going to go find another seat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the key here though is that the whole team is falling apart. They're doing like they 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 don't play good. They just barely managed to win that match. But they can't even do the drama. Look, you're doing a sports movie. I get that it's a, a bullshit conservative, you know, whatever, but even when you're sending something up, you want to try like the key to making anything remotely possibly good is you still want to make it sort of a version of that so that people are like, "Oh, this is like a sports thing but with a twist." They never one time, never one time in this movie do they set up like a shot of the scoreboard where it's like it's the fourth quarter and we're down by three. Right. And there's a timeout and the coach has got to draw up a play. Not a single time. We never know the score of any game ever. Well, I think there is one point where you know the score at the end. At the end. But they don't update the score. (laughs) It stays the same. And they just go like, oh, man, we got it. We got to try to do a comeback. Are we going to show that comeback? No, we're just no. going to say, well, good thing we won. Yes, we came back. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Every basketball movie in all of fucking history ended with like, you know, a couple of free throws or something. You know, it's, 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 something. it's always the fucking Even t- Air Bud. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but this stupid fucking movie just never even bothers to basketball at you. It's insane. Nope. Nope. No, you know who wins by which team cheers when the buzz thing happens at the end. <laughs> yeah. Right. You need a scoreboard for Because that would require the... You're, I, do I have this right? The main character wrote it too or did he just write yes, it? Yes, he wrote it. All of it. Yeah. He wrote, doesn't direct, know star, how anything produce. works. So he literally couldn't even write enough about basketball to say... Well, here we're gonna have to have a timeout, and we'll well I'll have a clipboard, and I'll drop an inbounding play, you know, to to inbound the ball and get a quick shot. Nope, 
They can't even do that. <laughs> the clipboard has yarn and push pins. <laughs> <laughs> the yarn's like tacked into him. You know, yeah. he like, don't even know how it works. But the other thing we have to we, we have to keep in mind here is it's not just that he doesn't know that. Because I don't know that. Right? If I had to write a basketball movie, right. I don't know that kind of shit either. But I'm not so fragile in my masculinity that I can't say, hey, Thomas. How yeah. would this yeah. go in a hey, game Division of Division one athlete that is in my movie. Right. Yes. <laughs> all right. So you peg all five of them in the face and then <laughs> shoot the ball. Yeah. You know how you've seen that in some of the most famous NBA games? Oh, man. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. I remember when they would trade haymakers just pegging each other <laughs> in the face with the ball. You know, you never knew. So. Sometimes it was, a, it was just a real duel out there. It was like, wow, yeah. who's going to peg someone in the face last? That's going to be whoever wins. So, okay. So then we're going to have very close to, I think, the worst scene in the movie, right? Because this is where the daughter comes into the locker room. Everybody's left and dad's sitting there wondering what, you know, what's he even doing here anymore? And his daughter comes in and explains that she wants to be a boy. Yeah. 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 No, I To be a winner. To be a winner. Right, because yeah. guys are, because they they have this little girl say, boys are better at everything. And then she gives this exhaustive list of oh, things God. that yeah. men are better at than women. Yeah, the last several scenes in the movie involve people rattling off like pages of statistics that they would apparently, their character would know. Propaganda. Yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's lazy propaganda, but it also pads for time, right? Let's make yeah, sure everybody's yeah. got a long <laughs> list of statistics. In the third act. This is where that somebody in the background was like, we better put together a, a savings account for when she sues us because this yeah. scene is a hate. <laughs> oh, God. And so the, like, f- like what's, what's happening philosophically here is if, okay, I'm trying to follow it because I like it's so dumb. So if men can be women in their mind, I mean, again, in the movie's mind, if men can be women, then women, then gir- little girls will be like, I want to be a man because men are better at everything. That that is their thought, but like, what? But then they have to pretend to be yes. women. Yeah. But wouldn't that already like in their worldview, the men are better at everything anyway? Right. So she would already think that, right? Exactly. I don't yeah. know. I'm trying to think. What? How the, does? What's the quid? What's the quo? Yeah, I have <laughs> no fucking idea. Yeah. But if you're wondering how he reassures her that no, surely women still have some function in the world. You know what that function is? I bet exactly I do. what the fuck you think it is. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's, it's the cooking can be fun thing from the twim yeah. intro. Yeah, it's God, he's but, like no, but girls are better at nurturing. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck mm-hmm. you! And they tamed us men. Civilized. They men. civilized, yeah. which is the, the funniest thing in the world, coming from a guy who wrote the film and has no idea how a single sport works. I love it. There's something <laughs> yes. so funny to me. Oh, he, I used to be, I would shoot baskets a lot. I would just shoot a lot of baskets is what I would do. <laughs> and I was really good at it and wild. And then your mom came and she, she tell, now I don't shoot nearly as many baskets as I used to. <laughs> I used to be so much but, more. Darby's like eavesdropping at this point, right? Yes. And like yeah. he looks up at her like he knows that she was there. Like they civilized men, like this is the opportunity to win her back. Yes. Kind of thing. So, condescending. so gross. Oh While God, he's saying so to this little girl, like, no, women are a great supplement to men. Amen. If you think about it, <laughs> yeah. you make men with your uterus. Therefore, that whole list is is also a lady thing. Yeah, it's adjacent. all man-based. It's every single item is how they function in relation to men. Yes. Which is like, imagine if you you were such an asshole 
that you were like, no, no, hon, you have value. You have value by the things that you help me do. The things that you do for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. If, yeah. if I didn't eat the sandwiches you made me, I would yeah. starve. Yes. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. God, it's so belittling. A woman is the mom of Alison Bechtel. So think about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so he goes home and Gwen is there waiting for him. Smoking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she yells at him for, for almost not winning, right? That doesn't make any sense because I thought us libs wanted to get rid of smoking. Why is the journalist the... Uh, never mind. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. They yeah. can't keep their own thing straight. Nope. So, <laughs> but yeah, so and and then fucking it, to Thomas's point, Gwen starts l- rattling off a big list of uh, statistics oh, this about best. This is the, the best. problems with divorce. Nonsense. Yeah, yeah. This is clearly written by somebody who's trying to get back at their, you know, like get their their ex back. And they're sure like, is. hey, you got to come back to me. You can't divorce me. You know why? Not because like I'll change. I'll be a good man. I'm a better part. No, no. Statistically, it'll be bad for our kid if you don't yes. come back. <laughs> Imagine that being your best argument for trying to get your ex back. Well, and this is also like related to kind of the next frontier of what a lot of conservatives are going to be pushing for, which is abolishing no-fault divorce. Yes. Yeah. Right? So this is the yep. opportunity to start planting those seeds and to get people all riled up because divorce is bad for everybody. And here are all the statistics I'm going to barf out of my mouth right now. So you believe me. I didn't bother checking a single one of those, but there's no way that any of those are correct. Yeah. <laughs> there's such a fucking way. Well, so the statistics, I don't doubt that they're correct. Correct. They're probably exaggerated. Uh, but they were pretty bad. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, though, Thomas, is that kids from broken homes are also more likely to be in poverty. Kids from broken homes are yeah. also more likely to have parents that married young and 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 uh, who weren't as financially stable. They're less educated. All high A scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's there's well, all yeah, kinds it's classic of classic correlation causation right. problem. But even that aside, so I mean, what's this like? There are a lot of product kids who are products of divorce like isn't it a pretty high percentage of just like people like it's not I like think so. 1% oh, yeah. of people and the way she was describing it, it's like you know all those people whose parents divorced they're all dead you know it's like <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so yeah. bad that you're like well I'm pretty sure that can't be right like you went a little I'm too hard I'm looking at the world right now and yeah <laughs> they're There's 50% still more here. likely to have serial killed you're like really I don't think right. that- but but again to the extent that these statistics are true, this is an argument for better social services, better support for single yeah. mothers. Is it like it's not an argument against divorce? Yeah, like what mattered was that the piece of paper said we're still married or <laughs> yes. not. That's what mattered. Not yeah. like, oh, was the husband a piece of shit and so was a piece of shit father? And so that's why there was a divorce. And so therefore, also that would affect the <laughs> the, the kid. No, yeah, exactly. No, it's, exactly. It's whether or not there's a magical word that says they're married or not. That's the that's what does it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and let's keep in mind, these are statistics that you can tease out, right? Because you can look at just kids who come from a divorced family who where like the dad pays the child support and they have joint custody mm-hmm. and there's not a bunch of, you know, a bunch of bullshit. But they don't do that because that fucks up the thing they want to uh, prove. Yeah. yeah. But so so Gwen like yells at him for, you know, that he's got to get his team under control and win this thing, damn it, because that's how she's going to make her millions reporting exclusively. I, we don't. We don't, oh, no. don't. Please. I don't know. Please tell me how that works. Please. <laughs> <laughs> what matters is whether or not they win in the finals. I do. Yeah, that right. 
Okay. <laughs> Feels like if they lose, then they get to come back next year. You get to like milk it for another four years. I just, yeah. Okay. Average news consumer. I hear, hey, they ha- there was a team of men that they let play in a women's tournament for some reason. Oh, um, I'm only interested if the, what was the final score of the last game? Right. My interest stops the first time did, they lose. Did they lose? <laughs> I'm withdrawing my millions that I've been donating to that yeah. reporter. Because I was about to Patreon. buy the news of that for $100. Yeah. <laughs> and now I will not. <laughs> yeah, but so she also starts to get the sense that Coach Rob might not be in like his whole heart might not be in this anymore. So she threatens to cancel him mm-hmm. if he steps out of line. And then she goes to leave. And this is almost a throwaway line, but we have to dwell on it at least a little bit. After she leaves, he yells after her, are we ever even going to have sex? <laughs> yeah, so good. Now, the reason they have to have this line is because the incels watching this stupid fucking movie are like, I don't know. She's pretty hot. I would pretend for her. I don't. But but then as soon as you're like, but he's not actually even fucking her. Then they're like, oh, that bitch. Oh, I hate her so much. She's not even putting out. Right. That's what that scene is doing. But then what was that first scene? Oh, okay. I thought they were just going for a purity of his marriage thing where he's still. Yeah. But but that you're right, because later he's like, no, I still want to have sex with you. But no, but Lydia, (laughs) you asked the right question. What the fuck were they doing when he was tied up and she was in the fucking plague doctor? Weird. (laughs) It's oh, a game God. of D D that got way out of control. I, guess. <laughs> I heard pegging was part of basketball. She was like, I got you. I got you. Wink. I just want to bring this guy with me and have him describe what he's seeing. Yeah. When, you know? I just because like he's he's a funhouse mirror. Like he thinks that journalists are evil liberals who have SM sex but don't actually have sex when they do it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they just get, yeah. like, I just want him to, like, the, and he thinks that all this stuff about women's sports is not true. He thinks all this stuff about sports. I just want him to, okay, let's go look at, like, what's happening in any situation, supermarket. Yeah, narrate the scene yeah. I'm walking through. Tell me through. what yes, you're right. seeing. I yeah. just want to yes. know. <laughs> he just yes. spent all night, like, whipping out a candle and turn it, putting it back on. <laughs> weird. Oh, and now you're going to tie me up and go to sleep. Okay. Oh, I don't weird. Think what's happening? <laughs> why, why the mask? How is she getting all these abortions then? If it, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so we now we were cut to the build up for the finals. It's the following day. It's time for the big finals. Mm. The reporter guy, the anchor guy that went through sensitivity training, he's now full. He's got full Native American headdress on that might as well say, How triggered are you now, libs, across the front of it? God. Yeah. I guarantee you these people were in blackface for several drafts of this script. <laughs> Somebody finally at the end was like, No, no, there's a line here. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we got the guy who's like introducing the the game. And I, I have to point this out because we're all podcasters here. The guy who's yelling the introductions for the Lady Ballers clips. His microphone clips. <laughs> In this yep. movie, it's a movie. And like generally, like mostly this is like, it's poorly made in every possible way, but they have real cameras. They have real lights and shit like that. Yep. I want them to pass a law that doesn't allow people to get a hold of real mic- cameras and mic- like this. That would be too, nice. Too <laughs> easy for them to do this. They shouldn't be allowed to. Fuck yeah. So yeah. So but then the other team, the opposing team, comes out and it's also a bunch of men pretending to be trans women for the sake of winning the global games. Oh man. So so no. Let me get this straight. What you're saying is, if this were how the world is, then what would happen is everyone would do this, and then. 
what you would have is just another version of men's sports. <laughs> yeah. And then they would quickly realize like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. And we'll just have women's sports and men's sports. And then things would be exactly how they are now. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is what I'm saying. That even that even under this movie's stupid fucking premise, it cannot hold up for two hours before being crushed under its own fucking weight. Yes, that is exactly what we're saying. There is. And she, Gwen switched teams in the, a matter of like, two seconds, essentially, right? Yes. Because it was the night before and then the next morning she's walking in with a completely new team so with the new, so, the, the yeah. same play. Yeah. I, I start typing out, we already know that this is the finals of them. There have been like four rounds. So were they doing this the whole time? Were there, were there, and, no, and nobody else say, noticed. We've made some last minute substitutions. Well, wait, the point of this tournament is to get the best team to go to play at the global games. I'm pretty sure that you didn't, wouldn't just let them like, Okay, whoever got you here, they're no longer playing. We'll just sub out different players. Yeah, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Also, I love that Gwen had to physically enter with the other team to make it <laughs> yeah, yeah, more right. clear yeah. which side <laughs> she was on or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which is nonsense, even in the general. So it's the like journalist accompanying the, the yeah. journalist walking out with the steam through the tunnel. But yeah. She's now switched. <laughs> To the other team as their team journalist, like right, what? Yeah. what she could just she, well, shoot. she could just not come out and show what side she's on and win either way in the universe of this movie where there's like a yeah. like a specific journalist who has the team story. She could just maybe interview which other ever team wins, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hedge your fucking bets. Yeah, and by the way, I think that the ref for this game is also a cameo, but I oh, don't... Oh, yeah. He, this guy, I didn't know him, but he looks like every college Republican to me. He yep. just is this... The, <laughs> if, you, if you were like, hey, police sketch, draw a college Republican, it's this fucking guy. <laughs> yep. right. This is the guy that's Andrew Clavin's son. Okay, I don't know sure. who Andrew Clavin yeah. is either. Yeah, yeah. It, it is, but I didn't know who it was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then they have that... He And if you wonder who that is, and none of us know except Lydia because she did homework, <laughs> it's Andrew Clavin is apparently somebody. He's the old guy who in a second is going to say, that's the biggest yeah. dick of some I've ever seen. on. The oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And what do you know it? He says, I was a Democrat my whole life. Like, that's his one of his spiels, like all of them. Yeah. yeah the best cameos are one where you have to be like, is that a cameo? Yeah. That's <laughs> the best one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so now he's got to give his rousing pep talk to his to his team, you know, because they see these uh, these guys are going to be really good at basketball. So he starts doing this winners are just losers who win chant <laughs> because that's the profundity that this movie can manage, I guess. It's also the perfect chant for this movie's audience, I guess. It really is. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Does that? It's not worth getting into. I yep, withdrawn. Yeah, right, exactly. withdrawn Noah. <laughs> this, this has never gone well. No. So we get the, the tip off for the finals and we get a montage of them losing. Now they are the ones that are getting basketballs thrown into their faces yeah. individually. <laughs> so At least they're consistent dumb. with that. Yeah. That's yeah, how you lose to other basketball players. <laughs> if they're way better than you. They just yeah. throw it at your Steph face. Steph Curry's really, really good at doing that. I'm pretty yeah. sure. He's the best yeah. dodgeball player ever. <laughs> In the history of the NBA. So weird. 
So yeah, so they get their asses kicked for a half. We get them going back to the locker room. Don't worry, they haven't forgot the humor here. Felix has a tampon in each nostril because his nose is bleeding. Oh my God. Because it's for blood, right? Yeah, you right. know how proud they were of that joke? They oh, probably came God. up with that joke and they laughed for like a half a day. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. guys, we got a film. We're never going to finish this film. It's so funny though. Like, that. Oh. Yeah, so they get into the locker room and Monica is there. You remember Monica? Of course not because she was so irrelevant to the fucking movie. We never brought her up. She's pregnant by both of the brothers at the same time. Don't ask. Don't. Yeah, it would just, it yeah. would take us so long. She's one of the other players, right? One of the, from yeah. another team? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. They're in the finals of whatever this thing. We're so far away from anything that's real. That team is sitting in the stands the whole time in their uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know how in the NBA finals, <laughs> after, you know, the Lakers are eliminated, you see them in the yeah, stands they come to the- <laughs> in their uniform. They're still in uniform. Just yeah. watching. <laughs> well, right, because if the second place team can't fulfill their responsibilities, it's up to the third yeah. place team to step in, you see, at that point. <laughs> maybe like, yeah, if they, this team only has five people, if any of them rolls an ankle, maybe <laughs> we're in. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Right, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so so they're heading back out for the second half when... The news anchor guy, the guy in Native American headdress, he catches up with him and, you know, forces him to wrestle with the changes he's made forever to the history of women's sports and everything. This is where he really starts to think that, you know, he's he's going to have to have an act three turn. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm, right. <laughs> it's going to be the heart and soul of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So the, the team is like, what are we going to do, coach? They're going to beat us. And he's like, yeah, I've got a plan, but you need to buy me some yeah, time. Buy me some time. You know how famously in a sporting event you can just buy time before right, yes, they go back to the ask, second half? Come out there and ask for an extension. Damn. <laughs> Damn, what the fuck are you talking you about? You can pre- pretend you can't find the court for a while. That'll get you somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You can be like, oh, I forgot to file my taxes. And then they'll be like, okay, we'll give you a minute for that. Right, yeah. And then they don't even end up needing it because he instantly does the thing he's going to do in like one minute. <laughs> right, well, so, so the guys, the two brothers go out and they both propose to the same girl for a second. Oh, there is a rule about that. Sorry, there is yeah, a rule no, they will pause the basketball I game. should, I want to be, I don't want to get anything wrong. You know, we'll get corrected. <laughs> if you go propose in the middle of a game, they do say, okay, you can have an extra few minutes for that. Right, That's right. You have to like, that, that part's true. Oh, and I, I cannot, we, we can't miss this scene because it's probably the most disgusting scene in the whole movie, right? Because when he's telling them, you know, like, we can't keep doing this before he tells them to go out and vamp, Alex pulls him aside and he says, hey man, you know, over the last few weeks, I've been living in as a, as a woman and I've never been yeah. happier and I've never felt more myself. And I think I actually am trans and I've discovered this. And we're all like, wait, where the fuck is this movie going? Yeah. Is yeah. this movie going to go like yeah. send a message that it's okay to be trans as long as you're not competing in sports here at the last second? I Yeah, like I genuinely was wondering, like, is that what they're going to go for? Because sometimes... They do try to wave it. Look, you, you look, if you're gay, I don't care as right. long as you don't throw. So I thought like, is that what they're setting up? Yes. It wasn't. No. Nope. It's the most horrible <laughs> possible thing. Yeah. Uh, but the coach is like, no, you're not. I'm a man that you respect and look up to as a father figure. And I do not accept that of you. You're just confused or whatever. And you have bad parents. Evil. But how does he prove that, Noah? How would he drive <laughs> oh, that point yeah. home? He says, how could you, how are you so sure I'm not a woman? And the coach punches him in the testicles. 
Yeah, that's ironclad right there. Get it? Because yeah. man, test, testicles. But yeah, but just then, I, I guess they've bought enough time because just then the coach comes out with his daughter and four of her friends all in their little lady ballers outfits. This is the best. You know why? Why is that? Because they literally infantilize women's sports. Yep. Mm, literally yes. infantilize. They're like, you know why women's sports is good? It's because my little nine-year-old girl can play. They don't care about women's sports and they don't even dignify it as looking at it as real. Right. Yeah. The, the whole message in this moment is, oh, look at a cute little girl playing the sports. Right. That's it. No, That's it, their message. It, right. The message is that women have real power in that they can make men feel sorry for them. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. what we see. Yeah. Because the, the, the little girls come out and then so and the other team is like, well, we can't beat up on little girls. Let's help them score baskets and stuff. But then they fuck that all up by saying the other team still won. Right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Look, look, honestly, a montage of those enormous men destroying all those little girls at basketball would have been the funniest thing in this movie if they'd had the guts to do it. (laughs) But they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. The little girl gets injured and the wife is like, oh, my God, what have you done? You put her out there in a game (laughs) with grown men? You asshole. I'm not getting back together with you. (laughs) End of movie. Great movie. They, They saved it. They saved it if they do that. Or have... The little girls just pegging these dudes in the face and knocking them out. <laughs> yeah, that's actually be really funny. Right, yeah. right. Either or, either way. But no, the guys like feel sorry for him, but still beat him, but only by a few points. I don't, I don't fucking know. Then Gwen, the reporter, comes up and forgives Coach because she got a good story out of it anyway. I guess, but she's still never going to have sex. Yeah, her million dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. She still made her millions by publishing something on a blog somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, she licks it one more time because he literally paid her to do that. Poignantly, lick poignantly to close out. (laughs) Right right after he says, no, I still very much want to have sex with you. And then she licks his face, which, yeah, that's a little weird, but he reacts like he's a fourth grader being like, ew, cuties. Right. Right. I don't know if you just said, oh, I want to have sex with you. Yeah. You're kind of into the bodily fluids of the other person. Yeah, no, you would. Uh, yeah. yeah, man to man. How would you react? <laughs> how would you react to this? You just told a woman, I want to have sex with you. She licks your face. I'd be like, that was a little weird and aggressive, but I'm going with High it. Five. Okay, I'll find a way. Yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll make this work. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, ew, cooties. Well, and then, and then fucking Winnie hugs him and tells him he's the best dad in the movie that he wrote. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and keep in mind, she that little girl was all indoctrinated into the woke ideology. And you know how the good dad talked her out of it? By saying that women can be mothers. Yes. That's it. That's so now it. she's like, oh, great. Yep. Why, why would that talk her out of... I don't know. Yeah, go go ahead. Make some sense. Make some more sense yeah. out of it, Thomas. Why would that convince her out of this? Her what has been her established worldview this entire movie? Right. Yeah, Lydia, you were inspired by this when in this moment of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, as a woman. Oh yeah, changed my worldview. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. So then, okay, so now we cut to nine months later. In case you were curious about that pregnant Monica plot line that we just shoehorned in at the end. <laughs> the brothers are reopening their used car lot. And I know what you're thinking. Like, wait, did they close their used car lot? What are they reopening it from? Yeah, no, no fucking. It's not that we forgot to tell you about it. Right. But now I guess it's a used car lot slash basketball school. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this movie. School for Ants. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's just. I don't. Bail yeah. bonds for kids who go yeah. to yeah. jail. Right, no, but the, luckily the whole fucking city of Nashville has come out for this grand reopening of a used car lot. Yeah, because it has a basketball hoop. Yeah. <laughs> Do yep. they not have public parks there? Like, it's <laughs> so weird. Well, it's a Republican state, so maybe maybe not. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's true. Maybe not. Do they not have private enterprise public parks? In- yeah, no. right. <laughs> the invisible hand of the market not create some amazing public parks? <laughs> so, yeah. so But, of course, what everybody in this crowd really wants to hear is what Coach learned today. Right. So he goes off and he gives his speech. And again, this is your fucking movie. This is your moment to stand out in the fucking sun and say what you have to say. This is the movie that you wrote, that you paid for, that you're starring in. You're the one saying it. And still he has nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) He might as well come out there and go and yada, 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 the end. I know he does pretty much do it because I don't they have him like a ball just fly over there to get he's like somebody get me out of the scene I didn't write anything I thought thought something was going to come to me last night it didn't I don't have anything to say I'm genuinely I'm an empty shell of a human being it's July 8th I have somewhere to be July 9th (laughs) someone quick I know it's not in the script throw a ball over here so I can get out of the scene yeah Anyway, all my high school friends really like me and they do want to come play at my house and I don't cry while I brush my teeth every day. That's not something that happens with me anymore. (laughs) So yeah, so he finishes his speech. Darby tells him what a great daddy is in the movie that he wrote. And then she says that she decides that she wants to go out on a date with him and see if they can make their marriage work after all. Okay, also the news anchors got unwokeified in this universe. Yeah, that's weird. Somehow. Yep. Like mm-hmm. that the basketball game finale made them get like insensitivity training to like go <laughs> yeah. back to, yeah. to normal according to the movie. It moved them. I think yeah, I think we're to believe that they by the power of their common sense, old-fashioned Republican whatever, they've turned the world unwoke. I think we've I think they fixed the whole world. Oh, I see. With a little girl. Oh, right, right, the whole world. So right. like, yeah, they saw like, oh, wow, men can't be women. And now they snapped out of it. And yeah. they did the world of news got destroyed with facts and logic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The end oh, of yeah, the movie. That's, that must be it. Now, and, and you might be thinking that this movie's over, that it doesn't have another big reveal and cameo for us, but it does. <laughs> we pan away and the hippie dad, the stepdad from earlier, takes off his hippie wig and he reveals that he was Matt Walsh all along. It was clear he was wearing a wig the entire time yeah. because the color difference to yeah, the beard was, was his so insane beard bad. can't match anything. So bad. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't even close. And then Candace <laughs> Owens is in a car with him and she's like, this reveal Candace doesn't Owens. actually make any sense no, at all. Why is Candace Owens in there? What, what, are they in the real world? What world are we in right I don't, now? I don't the know. The one thing this movie almost had going for it was that Matt Walsh's character was like almost something you might see in a movie. And then they ruined that at the end. They're like, no, never mind. It wasn't that. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, I forgot to write an ending for the movie, or did I? (laughs) And that's the fucking end. (laughs) Yeah. They might as well do like every sketch button that Eli ever writes. Like everybody shoots everybody once and like everybody vomits (laughs) all of a sudden. Everybody's like, okay, (laughs) done. And I thought that was it. But Heath, you have additional notes. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I Jordan <laughs> motherfucking Peterson. I saw that he was supposed yeah. to be in the movie. I thought he was maybe I missed him. But where? yeah, where does how does this oh, show up? Boy. Right after the beginning of the credits, there's a little flash. to Yeah, him I'm not surprised you missed him, Noah. The guy who has said he's actually a woman 
is in therapy now with Jordan Peterson. Because oh. you know how Jordan Peterson still does therapy. Yeah. And <laughs> I, okay, once again, getting into Hitler's mind here and trying to figure out if you were doing a hate crime as a movie, what would you be trying to say? Well, if it were me, I would be like, well, what Jordan Peterson is going to tell him some stuff like, go clean your room, buddy. And he's going to be like, oh, I am a man. Like, that's what, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to do. But instead, they just have him blabber on about his life and Jordan Peterson just sits there and shakes his head. So what what does that mean? Does that mean something? What does that mean? No fucking clue. I I think it means Jordan Peterson did something absolutely insane on the set and they had to cut all of that and just go with like one (laughs) shot of him like having a headache silently. Right, there was just like every line he just was weeping and as as he delivered it and they're like, none of this is gonna, none of it's gonna fucking work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for our review of Lady Ballers, but that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to get the Christmas tacular going eventually. So, Heath, tell us what's on deck. We've got Mr. Scrooge to see you. So, I think Ebenezer Scrooge is going to time travel to teach Tiny Tim about Jesus Christ. Oh, my Fucking God. What? One movie. What? Hey, you know what? <laughs> everywhere from where we're standing, everywhere is a step up. So I am actually really excited to hear that. So Thomas and Lydia, I don't have it in my power to thank you enough for suffering through this movie alongside us. I just don't check. Yeah, I I don't have the financial capacity. I feel like we could need to get Jeremy Boring down here to write you a check. Is what we need to do. Truly, yeah. Let's all (laughs) do him. What if we get a team together for a basketball tournament and we see if we can? So, and of course, if our listeners wanted to hear more from you guys when you weren't being tortured uh, for their, well, I guess sometimes you're tortured there yeah, too. But we're also <laughs> into it ourselves. <laughs> if you want to see us in the whole Mardi Gras mask and uh, tied to the bed, but not actually apparently not actually having have full sex, sex yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we do that over on... <laughs> All right, so forget your only pants face for just a second and tell us where we can yeah. tell us where we can find your podcast instead. Ooh, check out where there's woke, our new show. There's too much to do. It's basically the anti this, what you just heard. Yeah. <laughs> Debunking, you know how this was an entire web of insane lies about how the world actually works? We try to untangle some of that over on Where There's Woke. And we also go down massive research rabbit holes. It's a lot of fun. I hope you'll check it out. There's some good series. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, please uh, find it on at the bookstore. We have a bonus. If you sign up on patreon.com slash where there's woke, we do a bonus of Ben Shapiro's Barbie review. And oh God, that's amazing. Oh yeah. It was so fun. That was so fun. He is so crazy. <laughs> he gets, he gets um, really mad about Barbie. Yeah. Didn't he burn a doll in a garbage can or something? Yeah, for no reason. And then some. And then some, Heath. I'll also have you know, there's plenty of fine episodes with two out of the three amazing Gam hosts. And Noah, as soon as your ticker is uh, up to it, we would love to have you on. Hey, my ticker handled this movie. I think it's up to whatever, (laughs) right? right? We'll schedule something. (laughs) (laughs) You got doctors calling you right now. How how can you do it? All right. Well, with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 434 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to Lydia and Thomas for hanging out with us today. And remember to check the show notes for links to hear more from them on Where There's Woke. Also, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that helped make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. If you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, D&D Minus, and The Skeptic Guide, available wherever podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Tim 
Tim Robinson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Jefferson Mars. All the other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. After this movie, I bought tickets to go see Tyler Fisher, who played Felix in his comedy tour, because he's coming to Sacramento. Oh my Merry God. Christmas, hon. <laughs> <laughs> and Just I kidding. divorced my wife. <laughs> All the men in this movie went on to die of colon cancer because they thought someone putting something in their butt was gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's an aspirational one. Ben Shapiro's wife told him a wet vagina is a disease and he believed her. (laughs) Nobody involved in this movie would ever go on to watch a sport. (laughs) Also, in terms of that go woke, go broke thing, I just want to point out that Barbie made more money at the box office than the value of the entire Daily Wire media company, not oh, just their movies, by an order of magnitude. Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Amazing. Thanks for leaving us with something positive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.